We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I don't care if you think I'm Satan reincarnated. The latest on an alleged plan to assassinate Donald Trump. This man grabbed by police at a packed rally in Las Vegas. And ABC's Pierre Thomas has new details in Washington. Weighing up the mood of conservative America in a gun show in West Virginia. Among the rifle racks and ammunition, there's anger and dark talk of looming conflict. We are witnessing a radicalization of libertarians all across the country. We have just received word that libertarian death squad is over. We have come to take our country back. And also the way back. Her son, 19-year-old Horace Lorenzo Anderson, was shot and killed inside the then cop-free zone that persisted for weeks on Capitol Hill. No, it is not. It's taken just four weeks for that statement to be proved so spectacularly and alarmingly wrong. Reality, thousands of miles away, is now on him. China is urging its citizens not to travel abroad as it struggles to contain the virus. We will be standing up Christmas Island as a quarantine. Go, Brandon, I agree. Hey, by the way, China are now banned from entering the country. Christmas Island drywall declared that the coronavirus Name three things that don't hang themselves. That's what the American people think. Jackie, good morning to you out here in Hakumba. We're about an hour east of downtown San Diego right now. This is a very remote area that has seen an explosion of illegal crossings from Chinese migrants and Middle Eastern migrants. This is the area the cartel has been pushing them across for some reason. You can see some of them over my shoulder right now camped out off a major interstate out here waiting for Border Patrol to pick them up. I'll show you what it looked like out here last night. Take a look at this video. I came out before midnight. There were dozens of these migrants from all around the world who are camping out here with fires. It's chilly out here. Again, waiting for Border Patrol to pick them up. This is right off of Interstate 8 out here uh, in San Diego County, a main thoroughfare. Uh, there was not a single Border Patrol agent out here for hours when I was out here. All these people waiting to be picked up, uh, some from China, some from Turkey, some from Central America. They were just waiting. Here's some of what they had to say when I talked to them. Take a listen. Where are you guys from? Turkey. 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 Where are you guys from? De donde son? Ecuador. Where are you guys from? China. 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 What city in the U.S. do you want to go to? Oh, oh, uh, Los Angeles. Los Angeles, L.A.? Los Angeles, okay. 
Now, the number of Chinese have been exploding here at the southern border. This is not normal. Take a look at this graphic right here to put it in perspective. CBP sources telling Fox in the last four and a half months since October 1st, there have been more than 20,000 Chinese nationals encountered here at our southern border. Compare that to all of fiscal year 2021 when there were only 450 Chinese nationals encountered. That is a more than 4,000% increase in Chinese national encounters uh, in just the last few years. And it is not just from China. Colleague Griff Jenkins caught up with a group of Syrian men out here yesterday. Take a listen. From, from Syria. Syria? English? So, so. Why are you coming to the U.S.? Why come? Because we, uh, we love America and uh, we need uh, a nice style, a nice life. Yeah, coming uh, for jobs? Yeah, a nice job, a nice, uh, because uh, our country uh, uh, very wears. Dana and Jackie, you'll notice very quickly out here at the California border, it is very different than Texas. There is no razor wire. There's no shipping containers. There's no National Guard. There is no highway patrol. California is a sanctuary state, and as early as this year, it became the first state in the country to start offering taxpayer-funded health care for illegal immigrants. We'll send it back to you. Wow. Bill Malijan for us in Hakumba. Thank you, Bill. And if Speak English? Yeah. English? No. This was back in July, okay, and there was like no... Yeah, there was eight or nine in this group that day. We need to build a wall, we need to stop uh, sanctuary cities, and we need to stop finding NGOs that encouraging people to come to our country illegally. Um, I am all about immigration. I would love um, people to come to this country. I immigrated to this country. My husband immigrated to this country. has to be done correctly. The way Biden did it, the way Thomas was supported to open the border, it really puts American people at risk. And I'm very much worried about this. Hey, welcome back to the show. We're going to continue the coverage of the... Uh... I'd say of the border, but what border? Border Patrol Union blames Biden for border crisis. What a wild fucking concept. Informal surveys show that illegal aliens prefer Biden as president by an overwhelming margin. Oh, weird. Who'd have fucking thunk it? Even further, that's scary, because there's a lot of, uh... There's a lot of pushes right now to make illegal immigrants able to vote in elections in a lot of blue states. Huh. I wonder if there's a correlation there. We'll find out. By Adrian Norman. A striking critique 
Officials from the U.S. Border Patrol are blasting President Joseph Biden Jr., by the way. For his handling, I'm going to call him President Jr., by the way. President Joe Jr., because he's a junior. President Joe Jr., for his handling of the escalating situation at the southern border. Which has led to nearly 10 million unauthorized migrants since the inception of his presidency. A lot of criminals, drug dealers, rapists. Not a lot of people. Not a lot of good people. And that's just for the border. Think about all the people who flew in, like the unvetted Afghans from the fall of a- from the fall of Cabal and whatnot. Mm. This denunciation comes amid reports of patrol border patrol agents (BPA) being stretched to their limits. While grappling with the significant influx of migrants, the Border Patrol Union has remarked on social media that the notable preference for President Biden among migrants has been instrumental in driving the surge, uh, suggesting a perceived invitation from the president himself. Hmm. Hmm. Let me show you something. While Joe Biden hadn't even been sworn into office yet, there were sloths, waves of illegal immigrants rushing to the border, wearing masks with these shirts. Biden, please let us in. I kind of want to get one now because it's a little tongue in cheek, ain't it? But who made these shirts? Where did they come from? Why were they, why why was it so on time? Yeah, uh, they were perceived as an invitation if they were not outright invited. Because they were. All the Joe Biden's repeated calls to not have a border, to tear down the, the wall and cease construction, to shut down detention facilities and shut down ICE and NIC. Uh, yeah. No. What do you mean perceived as an invitation? They were outright invited. These people just showed up. They had signs, stickers, hats, everything. Like they were they were fucking ready to go. Putting the prop child right out here. That's a shame. But you know, it is what it is. Quote Informal surveys show that illegal aliens prefer President Biden as uh, Biden as president by an overwhelming margin. I fucking wonder why. The Border Patrol Union, the official representative body of America's roughly 18,000 Border Patrol agents, said in a statement posted to social media X, quote, millions of them are coming here at this personal, at the personal invitation to back that up. The union added, quote, now, if he can just figure out a way to get around some more silly laws and to get them all registered to vote. What are you trying to imply there, bud? No, don't go away giving, no, don't, don't go spoiling the plot here, you fucking jackass. Some people don't know what the plan is yet. Hey, uh, for those in the know, say it with me. John Tron was right. I don't support stand culture. But we stand Jontron around these parts, and quite frankly, the Game Grumps died when he left. I stand by it, I guarantee it. Informal survey show, and here's a picture of that. Look at him. Beady old dementia pedophile. Pedo Pete, as his own son calls him. 
the unions. Commentary in underscores a broader dis, uh, discourse on immigration policies that have become central to the Biden administration's challenges, as illegal migration is likely to remain a hot button election uh, hot button election year issue. Many are issuing fresh reminders that the White House has played a significant role in facilitating the crisis, which escalated after Biden's <coughs> predecessor, former President Donald Trump, left office. On his first day in office, Biden signed the following executive actions that ultimately paved the way for a surge in illegal migration. Remember the famous 50 executive orders? Yeah. Executive Order on the Revision for Civil Immigration Enforcement Policy and Priorities. The executive order reversed the Trump-era policy that prioritized deportations of illegal aliens charged or convicted of criminal of a criminal offense that have engaged in a fraud or misre- fraud or mis- misrepresentations to a government agency. Abuse of any program connected to public benefits were already subject to final removal orders or posted a threat to national security, or posed a threat to national security. Executive order on ensuring law and accurate enumeration and appointment uh, pursuant to decennial census. Decennial census. I have a fake lisp for now. I'll explain later, perhaps. The action revoked the Trump-era memo seeking to bar foreign nationals from counting in the census for the purpose of congressional appointment. And I've talked about this before. This is how illegal immigrants already vote. They can fill out the census. The more people fill out the census, the more representatives these states and local areas get and what areas are sanctuary cities and sanctuary states blue cities and blue states so illegal immigrants rush to the sanctuary cities in blue states giving blue states more power in representation in congress more seats are opened up to them because they fill out the census the census doesn't ask if you're a citizen or not you can completely leave it blank it's irrelevant to it but if you fill out and say, I live here and I got this going on, you open up another seat. That's why I said before, sending the migrants anywhere, like, okay, Martha's Vineyard was fun. Haha. <laughs> Maybe a bus or two to New York. I wasn't even on board with it then. There's only one place you can really send illegal immigrants if you're going to do that bus stunt. And even then, you're just taking them further into the country. Right. You take them to Washington, D.C. only. Why? Two reasons. One, every camera in the world would all of a sudden imagine if all the buses that went to Washington, went to New York, California, all these other states, right? Went to Washington, D.C. That's hundreds of thousands of migrants dumped in a tiny, tiny landmass that is our nation's capital. The heart of our democracy. As left would say, even though we don't live in a fucking democracy. Dumbasses. But, these illegal immigrants are violent criminals. You would force the security state to take action. You would force Joe Biden to do something. Or at least his handlers to do something. 
as fentanyl addicts, cartel members, terrorists, all kinds of horrific people are just dumped in Washington, D.C. And Washington, D.C. only has one elected role. A mayor. There's no governors, no Congress, no representatives. You wouldn't add a... You could dump 2 million migrants into Washington, D.C. And you wouldn't change the electoral layout of Washington, D.C. Not one bit. But the amount of panic you would instantaneously install into the deep state with that stunt would elicit change instantly. But when you send them to New York, you allow them to fill the census, which gives them... Which gives these blue states and cities more representation, which they need at a time when so many people have fled New York and California in mass to Florida and Texas. They don't have the numbers they used to. And the left's not polling with natural Americans, or as I should say, Native Americans, like they used to. So they need to bring in a whole new class of voters. This is how you do it. Again, John Tron was right. Moving on. Biden's order ensured that non-citizens will continue to factor into how many congressmen are sent to D.C. to represent each state. Proclamation on the termination of emergency with respect to the southern border of the United States and redirection of funds diverted to the border wall construction. You can already figure out what this one is. This executive order terminated construction of the border wall along the U.S. boundary with Mexico. There's over 500 miles of border wall built, yet they'll tell you, What? There wasn't a border wall built. What? He never even started construction. He didn't even get approval. There was no construction. Yet, 500, 500 miles of wall exists. Trump signed him. I don't know what to tell you. They do be existing, yo. I'm continuing on. The policy announced that the Department of Homeland Security, DHS, ended the remaining Mexico policy that required migrants at the U.S. southern border to stay in Mexico as they awaited their hearings before U.S. immigration judge. Critics argued that these policies effectively amounted to the open to an open border stance undermining American workers and the nation's economic recovery efforts. Within days of the new executive orders being signed by Joe Biden, Jessica Anderson directed the political advocacy arm of Washington-based Heritage Foundation, said, quote, by resuming the pre-pandemic pace of visas, abandoning common-sense asylum policies, and increasing the burden on our standard social safety net, these orders will advance dangerous open border policies, take jobs away from Americans struggling to find employment, and kneecap Americans' economic recovery from lockdowns. Three years later, officials within the Biden administration acknowledged multiple internal failures that have exasperated the ongoing crisis. As Axios reported on February 12th, there have been numerous contradictory actions taken by the Biden team, quote, warring ideologies inside the White House and the Democratic Party that show decision making a, uh, <clears throat> pardon me, <sighs> ah, 
a reluctance to discuss immigration or border over fears. It would draw attention to political vulnerability and inaction by the State Department in setting up regional processing centers to allow migrants to apply for protection reaching the U.S. border. Yeah. Now we're going to hop over to the last article to read for this episode because what does this matter, right? What does this matter, you might say? This is why it matters. Because illegal immigrants have, have attacked New York City Police Department, uh, New York City police officers again. Now, you know me. I'm not exactly the biggest back the blue to the point where I'm actually not a back the blue guy at all. I, uh, I'll hear and humor your ACAB argument in exchange. We agree to completely strip all gun control measures. That's my compromise. I'm down to hear your ACAB and I might likely agree to it. But you gotta lift all gun control. That's a trade offer. You don't meet that trade offer, you ain't got no fucking deal with me, bud. Illegal immigrants attack New York PD at Randall Island Shelter. Arrest made. So, you had those guys who beat those New York cops, got released without bail, went to Arizona, did it again, or went to New Mexico, and beat more cops there. And now you have these guys. While a female officer was struck in the head with a backpack, no serious injuries were reported by Jared Yeager. Yep. A confirma- uh, confrontation between New York Police Department officers and illegal immigrants at the Randall Island Shelter in New York City on Thursday resulted in one man being arrested and escorted off the premises. The event was just the latest in a string of violent incidents involving undocumented newcom- newcomers. How about undocumented illegal criminals? How about uh, illegal aliens? Hmm? I'll just stick with that. Old school. Illegal aliens. Illegal persons? Continuing on. According to the New York Post, the situation unfolded around 11 a.m. The man, who was not, who has not been identified, was reportedly going at it with a security guard when officers arrived at the scene. Uh, the scene devolved into chaos. The man was not registered to stay at the facility, the Daily Mail reported. A fight broke out between him and law enforcement before he was finally apprehended and taken away. The ensuing struggle was caught on camera, with footage showing officers trying to get the man in a white t-shirt and dark pants under control while a crowd of illegal immigrants look on, filming and shouting. An eyewitness told the Post that, quote, two men started fighting, and when cops tried to intervene, that's when people started hurling bottles and bags. While a female officer was struck in the head with a backpack, no serious injuries were reported. Manuel Eduardo told the outlet that the arrest that the arrested man did not live in the shelter, but may have been attempting to stay the night after looking for his mother, uh-huh. who was being housed there. Quote, At first, security approached him and asked the man to leave. From there, his resistance to their request led to the police being... Uh, invited in to uh, being invited into the discussion. Give me one second. Take your glasses off to read. Everything is all weird. Moving on. Being approached. 
<clears throat> to the request led to the police being invited into the conversation. At first, two cops showed up, then two became four, and four quickly turned into eight. Then they struggled with him. Then they really struggled with him. Security has been beefed up at the shelter in response to the killing of an illegal immigrant in January. Well, I mean, just legally speaking, you don't have a social security number in our country, so you're not a person here. I mean, yes, you are a human. But I'm just, you know, making a legal argument. Not implying anything, of course. Just saying. Just saying. No, secu no social security number. You're not an American citizen. No social security means you're not recognized in the U.S. as a person. Because you're not in our system. You're here illegally, which means you're not supposed to be here. And you have no green card, visa, or social security number. You're not a person here. You're just a crime statistic. There's solutions to that. Peaceful solutions where we make you hot chocolate and sing kumbaya and hold hands, of course. And, uh, you know, that's all we do. Moving on. Uh, illegal of an immigrant in January with more cops being stationed around the facility. On January 6th, 24-year-old Defren Canzales was stabbed to death by a fellow resident, uh, Moses Colorado. Wow, Moses really split his seas. Do resident Morris Colorado. 27. Fernie's uh, Horda, 33, and Anthony Navas, 27, were subsequently arrested and charged with first-degree manslaughter and gang assault with Colorado, facing an additional charge of second-degree murder. Quote, the overwhelming majority of migrants in our care came to our city in search of a better life in the American dream. Exposed person for Mayor Eric Adams, or Black Mr. Clean, said, quote, uh, he's more like a black uh, crack Lex Luthor. Quote, the small number of those disrupting that journey for the rest of the migrants in our care by acting violently will face enforcement to the fullest extent of the law. Well, then it sounds like you got it under control, Chief, and you don't need anyone's help, right? But yeah, following this and the story from just last week where those two cops were violently beaten and then the person walked out, thrown up the middle finger in the air as they walked out. But that being said, I'm going to wrap it up here. This has been Inside Four Walls. I've, of course, been your boy, J Mad Dizzle. And I'll talk to y'all later. For show.
I'm trying to find my nigga Donald Trump gym shoes, man. The Trump ones, man. If anybody got them bitches in the 13, call me. Fuck Joe Biden. I'm rocking with Trump. Fuck Camilla Harris. I rock with Trump. Free Trump. Free Big Slime. If you got the motherfucking gold ones, call me. I want them right now. Yo, check out these Trump ones. $400 retail on these. Check these out. Check the box too. It says Trump, friends and family. Then when you open it, it comes with like a gold wrapping paper. Check these. These are crazy. Look how many Trumps. And on the friends and family pairs, he signed them. I like the all-white four-five strap with the gold bottom. There's something about them that dirty. That's why I got them. I'll leave them strapped, no lace to come up at them. The last person to touch them, I've been shot. Now if you look, you see bright red trumps up on the TV. You couldn't get this color if you had a personal genie. You know I keeps it hip hop. I never flip flop. Yeah, my Trump ones in tip top, not for my flip flop. I like the limited edition gold white and cherry red patent leather pinstripe with the red mag on my head. Size 12 with the strap, red and white with maga cap. All flavor, but it just depends on when or where I'm at. Don't get me wrong, man, and DJT ain't dumb, man. Cause if the shoe is on the shelf, you should have some, man. You cannot sit up and tell me that you have none, man. You mean I have three or four, but you got one, man. Get me two pairs, I need two pairs I can get the stomping in my Trump Force Ones I'd get the stomping in my Trump Force Ones Get me two pairs, I need two pairs I can get the stomping in my Trump Force Ones I'd get the stomping in my Trump Force Ones Hey, what's poppin'? Welcome back to Inside Four Walls and I'm your host, Shoe Offhead and Donald Trump done did it again. Now, from NFTs to stakes to waters, casinos, real estate, Trump can fucking sell. Trump can hustle like no fucking other. And, I, and you know, that is something he has been able to show throughout his entire fucking career. And I'll be real with you. These shoes are not exactly my style, but the next line of shoes he's launching... Well, we'll be looking at his new products coming out. He's got a whole new collection of shit that's about to come out very soon. And I kind of feel... I'm kind of feeling some of it. I'm not spending that kind of money on it, though. Fucking miss me with that shit, though. Anyway, didn't stop other people from buying it. And we'll get to some guy who spent $9,000 on a pair of sneakers. These sneakers, specifically. Trump's $399 Never Surrender sneakers sell out hours after release by Austin Williams. Yeah, no shit. I'm not gonna lie, like, these are kind of clean. I don't really fuck with, like, the basketball-style sneaker, you know? I'm into the Chuck Taylor's Converse kind of thing. You know, if I, uh, I got a lot of, like, default, like, regular, like, Nike dad-type sneakers for work and shit, but I'll show off a couple pairs of shoes that I got. They ain't nothing special, but I'll show you the kind that I go for. It's not these, but I fuck with the pair he's got coming out. Los Angeles. Former President Donald Trump's new line of sneakers he unveiled at SneakerCon in Philadelphia on Saturday has sold out within hours. It was two hours. Just over two hours. It sold out. The gaudy new sneakers called the Never Surrender High Top sneaker. Probably just called the Never Surrender High Top. 
sold for $399 along with another pair of low-top athletic shoes and a $99 bottle of Victoria 47. We're going to look at that soon. Perfume and Cologne on a new website launched over the weekend. We're going to check that out here in a minute. Website says it has no connection to Trump's campaign, though Trump's campaign officials promoted the appearance in an online post. Yeah, that's fine. There's nothing nothing shady about that. Again, Trump said Kofefi, and someone made a coffee company called Kofefi. It's a very successful company. And Trump promoted it, took pictures with it and whatnot. But continuing on. The website says that I read that. Trump supporting uh, t- truckers drive boycott after $350 million. We'll get to that later. The shoes feature an American flag detail on the back with a giant T on the side. And according to the website, was limited to 1,000 pairs. Each number was autographed by Trump. When Trump approached the sneaker con stage on Saturday, he was met with both boos and cheers. Some even brandishing signs that read, Sneaker heads love Trump. Yeah, it was overwhelmingly booze and fuck Joe Biden's. We're going to watch the clip here in a minute, but you'll see what I'm talking about. Quote, I just want to I just want to tell you, I've wanted to do this for a long time. Trump said at SneakerCon when he showed off the shoes. I have some incredible people that have worked with me on things. And they came up with this, and this is something I've been talking about for 12 years, 13 years maybe, and I think it's going to be a big success. He should have said huge, <coughs> he said. The announcement of Trump's shoot new shoe line came moments after a judge in New York ordered Trump and his company to pay a whopping $355 million in penalties, finding that the former president lied about his wealth for years. Yeah, 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 yeah. They didn't find shit. It was a ruler, it was a summary ruling. No trial, no hearing, no arguments were allowed to be made. The judge smacked the gavel and said, so be it. It's so bad that, here, Kevin O'Leary says, he would never invest in New York following Trump's $355 million fine. It doesn't matter what the governor says. New York was already a loser state like California's a loser state. Folks, go fuck yourself. We'll watch this real quick. This is an article for a different day. We'll get into it later. But if you want to really get into it, I'll let someone else explain it, right? Because people are going to be like, oh, well, James is biased. James is you. you. Of course, you're come out here and fucking... Fucking lap dance for Trump. Ba, 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 ba. Whatever, dog. I don't really give a fuck what you guys say. Here, we'll go to Kevin O'Leary. I'll step completely out of it. You can't, and I'm not necessarily talking about the audience, but, you know, hypothetical straw man will be like, well, what do you know about real estate? What do you know about lying about property values? Ba, 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 ba. I'll defer to a man who has international businesses in all kinds of different countries, especially in Canada and America, and tons in New York. By the way, Cordon also is calling to end all his investments in New York over the Trump ruling. And, you know, Kevin O'Leary's right, but he's not exactly a Trump, like, supporting dude. I don't recall ever hearing anything specifically negatively about Trump, but he's kind of had that, like, (laughs) all right, man, that's the way you go in America. All right, bro. Hey, let's watch the clip. Oops. 
Oopsie doopsies. Here we go. Um, I mean, just leaving the whole Trump thing out of it and, and seeing what occurred here. And, and I'm, I'm no different than any other investor. I'm shocked at this. I, I can't even understand or fathom uh, the, the decision at all. It, there's no rationale for it. And so let me give you a real time uh, experience I'm having regarding this. And I'm not the only one. It doesn't matter what the governor says. New York was already a loser state like california is oh, a loser state there are many loser states because of policy high taxes uncompetitive regulation it was already on the top of the list of being a loser state i would never invest in new york now and i'm not the only person saying that and here's a real-time situation in development in real estate right now the hottest asset class is very high-end data centers they cost anywhere from two and a half to three and a half billion each they are very expensive they require low power you need permits but most of the major institutions in the world need more data centers and that's why developers like me are doing this now you need power so new york has niagara falls normally you'd consider that to put in one of these facilities create 400 jobs five more jobs for each of one of those for auxiliary services i can't go to new york so i'm going to oklahoma north dakota west virginia governor stitt kevin stitt my staff have met with him governor bergen the same thing governor justice those are winner states they don't do things like this i have to syndicate that debt and all that equity we're talking billions of dollars here do you think any foreign institution or any private equity firm or any pension fund would touch new york no, and that's why New Yorkers should be concerned. The fine people of New York should ask themselves, why are we such a loser state? How are we going to attract business? It's not just the existing businesses that are fleeing out to Texas and Florida. What about new money like this that I'm talking about, like a $4 billion data center? Not a chance I would put that in New York. Zero probability. Never. And so they've got a lot of work to do to find themselves getting out of this situation. This has all occurred post-pandemic. Winner states versus loser states. Look at Tennessee right now, fastest growing city in America, Nashville. Winner state, good policy, competitive taxes. You've got to start thinking about this in the context of winners and losers. New York, mega loser state so kevin what did you think of governor hochul saying this is like a unique one and done because donald trump went too far and was so nefarious uh you guys if you're just doing what you should be doing you have nothing to worry about but they're very worried about it yeah we're very worried every investor is worried because where is the victim who lost money this is some arbitrary decision a judge made. This policy and what this says, what does this say about the bar, the legal bar in New York? Aren't they going to question this judge? What is this? $355 million and there's dollars as a, as a penalty and there's plus interest at 9% and there's no victim? I mean, I'm sorry, her, her words fall on deaf ears to everybody. There's nothing she can say to justify this decision. And this has nothing to do with Trump. Nothing to do with Trump. Forget about Trump. This is not a Trump situation. This is a New York problem now. The whole world is looking at this saying, what are you doing to yourselves? Well put, Kevin. Always good chatting with you, Kevin O'Leary. All right. There you go. I've gone over it a million and one times on this show, but I might as well have somebody else with a lot of, uh, you know, doing the exact same kind of shit Trump is when it comes to real estate. Talk about it.
You know, so I can avoid the whole, but where's your experience? As if you can't just, like, you know, read and comprehend what you're reading and do research. But continuing on, then again, the people usually say that the people who struggle the hardest to do their own fucking research. Oh, fair. The announcement of Trump's new shoe line moments after... And that's the thing, right? A lot of people are really saying, yeah, Trump launched a shoe line, man. A lot of people covering this, too. Not just people talking about it on their social medias and YouTube videos, but, like, also reporters. And this article kind of tried to suggest that a little bit. These shoes, there's a thousand pairs of shoes, right? And like it says here, just moments after a judge in New York ordered him to pay that, pay the $355 million fine. These, he came out on stage in great spirits, big smile, and announced these fucking shoes. These shoes were already in production before the judge made that ruling. Sort of. I mean, uh, look, it's a whole convoluted thing. But, bottom line, people are acting like, oh, well, these shoes were made just for this. It's like, no. No, they weren't. These shoes were in pre-production. They were already fucking made. So people can throw a big old fucking ragey fucking hissy fit. And since these aren't directly connected to Trump's campaign, the title of this video is going to be slightly clickbait, even though I don't usually do... Uh, I pretty much never do clickbait. Even The titles sound funny, but they're accurate, right? They're not even really Trump's sneakers. They're a separate entity's sneakers that Trump endorsed with Trump's branding on them. To be fair. But, you know, the headline, Trump sneakers sell, is a way better headline. But yeah, people are like, oh, well, these, these sneakers came out to, to, to match, uh, to, to, to cover up the, the debt and whatnot. It's like, no, these were already in pre-production. This is a pre-planned thing. And Trump sold all kinds of crazy shit. NFTs, hats, necklaces, shirts, sh now shoes. He's even had pants before, like la like loungewear, I guess. Uh, wines, all kinds of crazy shit. But here's the video. Let's check it out. Dive deeper and extensively. Oh, no, bud. We're not doing that with you, actually. All right. That penalty came after Trump was ordered to pay. Yeah, no one gives a fuck. We all know about it. Yeah. Court said, you didn't rape her, right? <laughs> ordered to pay an additional $83.3 million to writer E. Jean Carroll for damaging her reputation after she accused him of sexual assault. Do you hear that fucking wording? Oh, you have to pay her millions of dollars for damaging her reputation if she pu publicly dragged you to the courts and accused you of raping her. I don't think you know whose reputation was damaged here, actually. This ugly, goofy bitch. What, sue me for defamation, cunt? I don't give a fuck. This goofy whore. Delusional bitch. Butt-fucking ugly bitch. Goofy-ass... Herman Munster looking bitch. Freaking looks like John Kerry's sister. Now, we're gonna hop on over here. Waboom. Look at these. Alright, we're gonna scroll up here. President Trump's official sneaker. Buy now. Super limited. I need a little refresh here. Click. Now we got these. Check this out. With the pre-order and everything. Now, I kind of think these ones right here are actually pretty fucking fresh. We're not going to stay here for too long. We're just going to take a little browse right here. Catch the red wave. The latest heat from GetTrumpSneakers.com. These aren't just sneakers. They're a bold statement for those who ride the tide. And ch <clears throat> actually, let me do this. Catch the red wave. The latest heat from GetTrumpSneakers.com. 
These aren't just sneakers. They're a bold statement for those who ride the tide of change. With courage and conviction, drenched in vibrant red and sporting a fearless 45, the Red Wave are the front runners for who step boldly. With the American flag detail, they're your pledge to walk with passion and pride. With T-Red Wave Knit, are estimated to ship in August of 2024. Look at these things. I think they're dope as hell, actually. I kind of fuck with this 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 design. The, the wings and everything? Yeah, I, I can get behind these now. Sold out and gone, right? Let's check these out real quick. Let's get like a full... Okay, see? I, I, like, I think these are cool. Uh, personally, I think the T should be a different color. If it was me, the T would be like white. Or maybe the T would be red, white, and blue. Like have the American flag printed on the background of it. Uh, but I, I think the, the, the gold on the T just makes it blend in too much. Like these are dope. Like the dark cutouts in the, te in the tongue. Alright, I fuck with that. Kind of look like clown shoes. This is why I don't wear these shoes. Because to me, like when I see them front on, they look like clown shoes or Ron McDonald shoes to me. And I just, you know. Also, sometimes when it's hot, I don't like the way they cuff around the ankle. You know, but these are pretty, these are pretty fresh. You know, I wouldn't, like, if these were, like, $100 and I had, like, some throwaway money somehow, I would maybe consider buying them. But I ain't paying $400 plus shipping and handling for them. Well, I guess free shipping on 120 But you get the idea right here. Uh, okay, so they are saying they are by Donald J. Trump, so they're taking full credit for it. But again, it could be like, you know, any shoes or drinks presented by X, Y, and Z celebrity. With millions of fans, get these before they sell out. And this would be the white one. I don't really fuck with the white ones. I don't fuck with white shoes. Man, because, you, you, you know, you get some white shoes, right? Next thing you know, they're stained, they're dirty. And even if you take care of them, they get all fucked up and yellow with age. Like, there's just... White shoes just don't hold up. Red shoes are fine. Black shoes are fine. Personally, I do like the black shoes. I like my black hoodies with black Tims. You know. It's kind of a piece of shit if you know what I mean. But, let's get these ones. The POTUS 45s. Here comes the POTUS 45. The first white kicks by Donald Trump. Another collectible. The sneaker that means business. Inspired by President Trump. They're the choice for anyone ready to take on the world with style and confidence. These aren't just any sneakers. They're a power play for your feet. With their crisp white kicks and striking gold 45, recognizing Trump's presidency, they're a pair that stands out in the crowd. And... That American flag, shout out to honor and ambition. The POTUS 45s are estimated to ship August of 2024. So get yours while supplies last. So as before, I want to do voice acting at one point, and I pursued a little bit of it, but I didn't make much of a career out of it. Now we got the cologne here. Victory 47 cologne by President Trump. Again, 100 bucks. I'm not spending a hundred bucks on a bottle of cologne. Well, actually, you know, maybe I should. Maybe I should drop like two twenty-five, right, and then resell one bottle online for like five hundred. That actually might not be a bad play. 
I'm not giving financial advice, but I mean, like, hold up, like, real quick. Holy shit. Yeah, I just typed in Trump sneakers eBay. This was the very first thing that came up. $450,000 and $450,017.19. Wow, holy shit. Right, and then look at this. Sold out. What the fuck? These are already up? Some people already got it. Okay, well, that's interesting. That's, yeah. You look at these. $16,000, dog. And if you, 52 people watching this item. Wow. Holy shit. Those are the ugliest goddamn shoes I've ever fucking seen. What are those? The fucking Freezes 12s? Ugly as shit. Anyway. Yeah. So, eh. Wow. You know, maybe 99 bucks for Trump Cologne. You buy two bottles, like... 125 bucks, shipping, handling, all that with taxes. Keep one bottle for yourself. Put the other bottle up on uh, online. Flip it for like two, three grand. And then if you wanted to throw some of that, throw like a little bit of that chump change all of a sudden into uh, into the market, buy yourself a bottle to actually wear if you wanted to. Huh. Again, no financial business ideas now that I'm sitting here like, hmm. Anyway, continuing. Victory 47 Cologne by President Trump. Victory is the signature scent of strength and success. Inessenced in the luxurious gold bottle. This cologne, a part of President Trump's exclusive line, is for the decisive and the bold. A crisp opening of citrus blends into a cedar heart. Underpinned by a rich base of leather and amber, crafting a commanding presence, victory is more than a fragrance. It's a cologne for the movers, the shakers, and the history makers. Crowned with a Trump collector's cap, splash on a bit of victory and own every room you step into. Victory is very much a collector's piece. Trump's fragrance are estimated to ship in June of 2024. Ah, pretty dope. Got this nice little, little Trump Trump guy up here. Ah. Let's check out the... Uh, this is clearly like the Melania, right? Fragrance, got like the whole... Okay. Wait, the other one... Victory 47, and then you got a Victory 47 right here. Victory 47 Perfume by President Trump. Introducing Victory by Trump for women. A fragrance that captures the essence of feminine strength and elegance, infused with a blend of light floral notes, hints of citrus zest, and whispers of spice this scent. Is the woman is for the woman who embraces her victories with grace and allure. Accents of warm spice invoke a subtle strength, making it a perfect match for any woman ready to make her mark with poise and confidence. With victory by Trump for women, you wear more than a fragrance. You wear a statement. Trump fragrances are estimated to ship in June of 2024. 
Again, 99 bucks, you can get this shit. Now, I'm pretty confident that this isn't going to flip as hard as this will. I actually really like these. I'm just not spending $200 on a pair of sneakers. Then again, if I bought two of them and flipped them, I just don't have that disposable cash on me, you know. That's the downside here. I really wish I did. Because I actually really want a pair of these. For nothing else other than to use in my little home gym I got. Hey, yo, shout out. If you want gym equipment for cheap, keep an eye on Craigslist and Facebook Marketplace around this time of year. All the people who say, new year, new me, are already selling that workout equipment. Just a heads up. All right, so let's hop on over here because there's a gentleman who everybody was kind of clowning on. Is there anything else up here? Like any, like about us? Any, no, no. For the first time ever, buy and collect these limited sneakers by President Donald J. Trump. With millions of fans, get these before they sell out. Yeah. Buy two items or more and get 5% off your entire order. Bonus one. Sneakers come with extra laces and an exclusive Trump superhero charm numbered. Like the NFT? Like the Trump NFT guy? Uh, bonus two. Official Trump sneakers launch party. Date to be determined. No guarantee President Trump will attend. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to laugh. He probably will. I'd assume he might because of how well these sold and how fucking bangers they were. Oh, yeah. The NFT Trump. Now, I, I uh... Damn, you know, I, uh, I'm almost like a dick here, and I know a couple of y'all listen to this, but I know a couple of black dudes who, who really who really are hardcore MAGA-stepping, and I <laughs> I can see one of my boys wearing this. I can see your corny ass wearing this right now, dog. I know you're watching this. Don't you fucking lie to me. I can see you wearing this shit. Holy fuck. I mean, like, I, I wear the red sneakers for sure. I, I, I think those are fresh as hell. But I, I got a homie who would wear both of these and just, just go out and hit the town with it. And I mean, like, dope. Good on you. Like, nothing wrong with it. I'm just... It's a little too... It's a little too flavor flavor for my liking, man. I don't know if I could get too super behind it. All right. Give me one second. These sneakers. And apparently, they made me a Russian oligarch overnight. Here's how. Guys, I'm a sneakerhead. I'm also a U.S. Army veteran, and yes, I am a Republican. The title of the article read, A Russian oligarch spends $9,000 on sneakers to support Trump. Sounds sketchy, but I actually came from Ukraine. At the time, it was part of the Soviet Union. I came here at the age of 13 as a refugee, but my dad had $4 in his pocket. I busted my ass working every dirty job under the sun to get where I am today in order to be able to afford to buy these $9,000 pair of collectible sneakers. But I guess the headline of Russian refugee, Ukrainian refugee, or perhaps maybe just a man, that would not get as many clicks as a Russian oligarch. All right, so everyone was clowning on this guy. I saw a lot of people joking on him. Dog, this guy is so fucking wealthy. I, I literally think he wipes his ass with this amount of money. But we'll get into it. Russian CEO wins autographed golden Donald Trump sneakers after $9,000 bid. Whoa. And also, who's No Way West back here? By Brielle Burns. 
check out this video. Like, this dude is just thrilled. Like, this first frame, I'm, I saw this frame, I'm like, man, he's regretting that decision. But then immediately as I hit play. Oh, shit. Hey, this is one of the milk boys. I know some of y'all don't really fuck with the Nuck Boys, but I fuck with them. I like them. I work for Miller. We sell uh, we, we, we sell dads and moms. We have that other one. We also sell Death Row. By the way, I just want to say, like, look, you make... So, so Dad's Seltzer. Bro, happy dads, right? You make a Death Row flavor, right? A Death Row flavor. A rap and hip-hop record label. And of all the flavors you choose to make for a rap and hip-hop flavor, for some reason, I'm not going to make any assumptions why, you chose grape. Why not watermelon? Maybe why not try to figure out how to crack the code on a delicious fried chicken seltzer while you're at it? You know, I'm sure that was just a, a convenient choice for, for, for no other reason than just you happen to like grape. Company owned by Silver Spoon White Guys. Hey, hey, I do the same thing. Anyway, let's get back to this. Alright. That's pretty dope. I'll post a picture of it sometime. I have an autograph. I have a mug. I have some bunch of autographs on it. And one of the people I have is the head of the church in New York that Trump and his family go to. I have, I don't know if he's like Trump's personal minister, but the minister Trump brought up on stage with him, who he said was his go-to in the church, signed my MAGA hat. I should po I'll post a video about that sometime. Also, Mike Lindell's autograph on that hat. Continuing on, Russian CEO wins autographed golden Donald Trump sneakers after $9,000 bid. Woof. A Russian CEO won an autographed pair of Donald Trump's new golden sneakers after making an eye-watering bid. Roman Scharf. You know, I've gambled on a far and lost, too. The founder and CEO of Luxury Watch, uh, of luxury watch dealer Luxury Bazaar. Bazir. Walked away with an autographed pair of Trump's golden Never Surrender high tops after placing a winning bid on $9,000 at Philadelphia Sneaker Con. That is crazy. Roman Scharf, co-founder, I read that. Trump announced the launch of the autographed golden sneakers, which are part of his new shoe line, during a surprise appearance at the event on Saturday. A video on social media shows Scharf smiling while speaking to members of the crowd as he showed off the golden sneakers after outbidding other buyers. The shoes, which featured the American flag detail on the back, cost $399, limited to just 1,000 pairs. There's actually a psychological trick to that because if it was $400 even, even like flat numbers followed by 0, zero make you less interested in buying it. Like uninterrupted, right? Like if there's a point, so it's like 1.00 indicating like just a dollar, you're fine with buying that. <laughs> but when it's a solid number, like 100, you, you're, you're going to start negotiating with yourself to not buy it. 
So when you do like something for like ninety nine dollars, then you're like, oh, it's not a hundred dollars. Ninety nine with taxes, okay. You know that there's actually a psychological truth to that. I can't remember what it is offhand, but there, there's a thing to that. Continuing on, limited to just a thousand pairs, the sneakers reportedly sold out in less than two hours after the launch. Quote: We're going to have a winning celebration come this November, and I'll be. <clears throat> We're going to have a winning celebration this November, and I'll be wearing these one-of-a-kind, one-of-one, Donald Trump signed sneak. Oh, Sharf said, damn it. According to Times Now World. Uh, pretty crisp. Pretty crisp. That McQueen sweater is pretty crisp, too. He later shared on social media his he plans to eventually pass the shoes down to his children. Quote, but for now, but for now, we'll display in office. But for now, we'll display in office. He wrote on X. Sharf, who was born in the Soviet Union and lives in Philadelphia, described himself as one of the world's biggest gray market watch dealers. Hmm. Which trades luxury watches without being authorized by the brand to do so on their behalf. I respect the hustle. His business employs 30 staff and, and generates $130 million in sales annually. Look at that. Look at that. Proud dad. Look at my son. These are my children. Look at my twin boys. Look at him. Proud dad. Looking, looking kind of like Dr. Zayas. <laughs> Is it just me or does he look like one for one with Dr. Zayas? Continuing on. Yeah, he look like he's holding them. Some sneakerheads are like, you don't hold them that way. You gotta fucking hold them with two fingers on the tongue. Anyway, moving on. Here it is. I just want to tell you, you know, I've wanted to do this for a long time. I have some incredible people that work with me on things, and they came up with this, and this is something I've been talking about for 12 years, 13 years, and I think it's going to be a big success. That's the real deal. That's the real deal. What's the most important thing? To go out and vote, right? We have to go out and vote. We got to get young people out to vote. And you're going to vote and we're going to turn this thing around. This country's not doing so well. We're going to turn this country around fast. We're going to turn it around fast. So you heard, I don't know how well this picks up in the audio, but you hear in the background, there's just literally one guy with his hands cupped, loudly going, well, the rest of the crowd goes, yeah! And they're like, mixed boos and cheers. I'm like, 99% cheers. There's like one guy going, Aah. Turn this country around fast. We're going to turn it around fast. And he's drowned out. And we're going to remember the young people, and we're going to remember Sneaker Con. You know that. It's a slightly different audience than I'm used to, but I love this audience. And go out. Have a good time. We love you all. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. Again, I fuck with the hustle. I have. I do not hate the game. Not in the damn slightest. I respect the fuck out of it. But that's kind of it. There's not a whole lot more to, uh, to say here. You know? Russian millionaire sells watches. There's the shoes. Hell, yeah. Hell, yeah. Let's scroll down here, see what the comments have to say. Six foot in, six foot ten. 
They would be 180 without Dems in office and their continued bankrupting of the USA and dividing infl- and driving inflation up another 2% each day. <laughs> Masterful fucking comment, dog. Go after the Federal Reserve. Uh, Eric C. They would be cheaper if someone else was selling them. Trump is hard up for... Uh, no, he's not. Trump's not hard up for cash at all. Dog, he just got... Access to $4 billion from Dwack. I'm going to... I'll fix it next time. Trump's media merger with Dwack gets a regulatory nod. Trump could get a stake worth $4 billion. And as of the time recording, this is an older article, it's gone through. Trump could just turn around and throw like 5% of this stock at New York and be like, fuck off. It's gone. Plus, he made like three million dollars in a dinner he had. That was like an hour and a half. He gave an he gave like it was an hour and a half dinner where he gave a twenty minute speech and he raised like three million dollars. Then he made like four hundred million off his fucking first batch of NFTs and like three hundred plus million off his second batch. Yeah, sorry, that's a retarded take, and it's just it's just it's just sad. She's shorty. You're shorty. You're so mad. I'm kind of just amused by it. Like, again, like I'm like, I wouldn't spend that kind of money on these fucking shoes. Right here, uh, Johnston, USA, New York City. Trump has a ha- Trump has a half off sale, but beware, he only sends one shoe. Yeah, I mean that would make sense. You're spending half the money. Maybe you get half the. Maybe you get one shoe. Maybe you're lucky. It's the autographed one. And we'll go down here. Fair price for an autographed pair. See Michael Jordan's pair get a higher price. There you go. Hey, Michael Jordan. Autographed shoes by Michael Jordan go less than the most powerful man in the world. When he was president. You know, when he gets reelected, there you go again. Plus, if he gets reelected, the histor- the historical artifact amount of it, too, right? Like, you have a historical item here. Like it or not, roll your eyes. It is a historical artifact at that point. Wonder if Trump signed them... Indicted, uh, indicted Donald Trump. That'd be kind of funny. He showed a prototype. Actual shoes are not yet in production. Uh, suspicions grow that this is just another bait and switch. A con he's attempting. There's information that... Did you leave a link? Weird. Worst president in the history of America. Uh, you, say all, you say you have this evidence and there's, there's, there's information, but you never leave a link. Weird I knew there wasn't going to be a link, huh? That being said, this has been Inside Four Walls. And, uh, yeah, these shoes have sold out. People are going to get their sneakers. People are going to fucking have a good old jolly time with them. And, again, people didn't get these sneakers. They're not even made yet. They're not in production. Oh. Two sold? Two sold? What? Over here? What? Oh, damn. I, uh... I think, I I don't know for certain, but if there's some sold, I don't know. Seems like a lot of people would be in trouble if this didn't get sold, because here it is. I posted an auction starting at 99 cents with uh, no reserve. Yeah, I'll leave a link to these. You can scroll through the Ebays at your, uh, at your discretion if you like. This company has a 100% positive feedback. So, there you go. 
That being said, this has been Inside Four Walls. I've been your host, James Madison, and uh, we'll keep uh, collecting salt as we travel. And so, so what I'm what I'm getting at though is that these they were immediately trying to control the narrative mm-hmm. the same way that the Houston Police Department was trying to control the narrative when they conducted not first an investigation into the motives of right. the shooter at Joel Osteen's church, but the pronouns and preferred right. identification of the shooter. And the, the, the I'll never get over that. The the head of the Houston Homicide Department gets up and informs the public yes. that we. we we made sure to check mm-hmm. how the shooter identified before referring to, oh, oh, you made sure I to that's check. that's important. And this is a person who is dead who dragged her child into a church and then pulled out a gun. And the child got killed, got uh, shot and has, like, you know, brain injuries now. It's uh, really very kind of, tragic. Yeah, some kind of uh, yeah. permanent brain damage. Permanent brain damage. At least. Thank yeah. God it's still alive. But the but most important part, of, of course, is how the woman identified with some fake gender ideology. It's absolutely absurd. Right. And so, we see so, that over so, and over again. So you've but got as a mayor soon as you have the in, in Kansas yeah. City who's saying, oh, well, we can't, you know, we have to think of the sensitivities mm-hmm. of the thugs. Right. Yes, that's right. The thugs who shot up a crowd of children, a dozen children. Yeah. You can't you even hear be this, anything this is the same else left, by the way, that will immediately turn around and say we need to ban guns to protect the lives of children. Mm-hmm. I say, excuse me. Okay, let me get this straight, everybody. So a shooter walks into a church in America with an AR that has Palestinian stickers on it. The police recover anti-Semitic writings and somehow the press buries the whole story. This is what is happening in America. The media and their bias is complicit. Guys, this is insane. Continue to pray for Lakewood Church, but it's time for us to wake up. So, hey, welcome back to the show. This, as far as I know, is officially going to be the last episode I do about this person. Mainly because this is something that's been on my mind. What's with the kid? Now, mainly, what we're going to be diving into is the condition of the child. And we have two articles to get into. One of them is more or less just a video we're going to watch. But that being said, let's get into it. 
Joel Osteen Church shooter showed no attachment to Sun, who is clinging to life after being shot during an attempted massacre. Quote, She had a particular kind of schizophrenia that caused her to become violent. Wally Car <clears throat> Carranza said, My apologies. By Hannah Nightingale, actually one of Post Millennial's best. Neighbors and family members are revealing how... Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying how I've been saying it. How Ganese... How Ganese Morno, uh, Morno, who was shot by two off-duty cops after open firing, after opening fire in Joel Osteen's Houston church on Sunday, threatening them and called the seven-year-old son, who was in critical condition, the boy. And that's right, never actually revealed or gave him a real fucking name, just... The boy. I mean, he had a real name, but they just called him The Boy. According to Fox 26, divorce records from Montgomery County stated that Menor, m sorry, Morno's ex-husband is a registered sex offender, and that the seven-year-old is special needs. The divorce records also said Morno, quote, demonstrates no attachment to the child, and calls him The Boy instead of using the name. Instead of using his name, Morno was also said to not, quote, make eye contact with him. Child Protective Service... Well, that's going to be pretty easy. A lot Anybody in the court would probably argue, well, she might be autistic. And while we respond with... Because, you know, I, I, don't like the, I don't like the fact that being autistic has become this kind of weird, quirky personality trait thing that everyone says they have and is. Now, I'll still say I'm kind of autistic. But I'm saying it in, like, the shit post kind of way. There are a lot of people who claim to be autistic that are not at, at all in the fucking slightest autistic. They just claim to be. So, it's weird. But the courts would probably have argued, well, that's just what autistic people do. They just don't make eye contact with people. I, I can see that being argued that in the court, unfortunately. But it doesn't seem the courts were willing to do much anyway. Continuing on. The boy using uh, eye contact with him. Quote, Continuing on, blah, 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 blah. Child Protective Service Services investigated the family several times. Morno, quote, has a history of erratic, paranoid, stalking behavior and, ha and was diagnosed as exhibiting Munchausen by proxy. Oh, this poor kid's pandemic years must have been shit. The document stated, noting that Morno stored a loaded gun in the diaper bag of the then three-year-old. I necessarily don't care that much. Uh, that's not a big deal for me. It, I mean, in hindsight, with what we know happened, sure. But eh, I, I think pregnant women and women with children especially should be carrying. And if you keep one on your person and one in the diaper bag, okay, good for you. Diaper bag gets stolen, well, you know, guns get stolen all the time. We have means and ways for that. <sighs> Child Protective Services investigated the family. Already read all that. Ten has a parent with three-year-old. Morno and the son lived in a $247,000 floor, four-bedroom house in Conroe. Wow. According to Daily Mail, where neighbors said they were regularly menaced by Morno. Quote, she tried to run us over. One neighbor said... Neighbors said that the police have been called several times since Morno moved in four years ago. Quote, her way of intimidation was to bring a gun case out and crossbows. 
she'd come out and have her gun have her gun cases. Do hail Hitler flip you off and call you we'll call you the B word or something. It was something every day, another neighbor said. Morno's ex husband Enrique Carnaza claimed that Morno was diagnosed with schizophrenia during their divorce in twenty twenty two and that Morno became abusive soon after they married. The two met in 2015 when the two worked at the Spaghetti Warehouse in Houston. Wally <clears throat> Carnaza, the child's parental godmother and, licensed, and a le- licensed rabbi, filed several affidavits as a intervener in the two's divorce in an ultimately unsuccessful attempt to regain custody. She wrote that Morno had the extensive had an extensive mental health history and noted that involvement of the state and child welfare agencies the grandmother told KHOU 11 quote she had a particular kind kind of schizophrenia that caused her to become violent she had threatened her husband my own son and we still couldn't get intervention carnaza said we quote we asked for help from cps we asked for help from the police and received it many times, but still never allowed. But she was ne- she was still allowed to own guns. That's the thing. She has a lengthy criminal record, which some articles I've read, like in my first episode about this, they reference that she had past felony convictions. How uh, she did not legally obtain this firearm, but you know. I'm not on the grounds there, unfortunately. You know, I wish I was so I could get a better idea what's going on, but I'm only able to rely on these media outlets, which means I could be wrong. But, you know, read enough articles before I, re- before I continue on with recordings. I think I do enough cross-examinations that when I come to something that's kind of like up for debate or being reported differently, I'll point out, like, this is how some outlets are reporting it. This is what some other people are saying. And based on what I'm seeing, this is what I think it is. <laughs> But I'm still going to clarify that to you. If it's a gray area, I'm not going to come here and insult any of you by pretending to know something. Sometimes I get facts wrong. Sometimes I get facts wrong. It is what it is. But, you know. Morno has a lengthy criminal record spanning back to 2005, including assault, weapons, mar- assault, weapons marijuana, and forgery charges. Morno was also held in an emergency detention order in 2016 for mental illness. Morno also went by Jeffrey Escalante Morno, among other aliases, and was from El Salvador. The child remains in critical condition in a local hospital and is not expected to survive. Now you can do an updated search. I did, and, well, yeah, there's really no updates. Critical condition, uh, last article I saw was from yesterday. And it says, child continues to remain in critical condition in intensive care. But I did find the next article that I want to show you guys. Now, I've, I'm incredibly critical. Not incredibly, that's a little retarded to say. But I am pretty critical of Joel Osteen. But I, I'm not just going to let Joel Osteen get shit on for no fucking reason. There's plenty of things to actually shit on him for. Like, for example, some of you didn't maybe don't go to church. But uh, some of you will understand exactly what I say when I say this. You know that library? A lot of churches have that little, like, church library where they sell, like, mugs and pens and little hand Bibles, psalm books, 
you know, and then you got your little selection of Christian. It's like a, a book fair in like the corner of a lot of uh, a lot of churches. Not all churches, but a lot of churches I've been to have like a little little scholastic Bible book fair kind of thing over by the free coffee. Where you can buy books, X, Y, and Z, you get the idea. And there's always Joel Olstein books, right? Especially in the non-denomination churches or diet baptism churches where these books are covered in fucking dust. I don't know any Christian who really enjoys Joel Osteen. If you do enjoy Joel Osteen, hey, more power to you. Not my bag of tea. I don't trust him. He's always giving off really sleazy vibes. Not to mention he says, oh, I, I, I don't make my money off the church. But it's like, dog, how'd you get the mansions, the private jets, the sports cars? Like, you'd be saying all this, but I don't know a single person who buys your books. I've been in the houses of many elderly family members who are, like, super evangelical Christians. My mom was one of those evangelical fundamentalist types back in the 90s. And, uh, I mean, she watched Joel scene. Never bought any of his fucking books. No one I know bought any of his fucking books. We'd watch his shit, and that's why my number one problem with him personally is he begins his sermons with a fucking lie every time. You want to know why? Because he comes in and he goes, Folks... I'd like to start the day off with a funny story. And then proceeds to tell you the most unfunny shit you've ever fucking heard. And you know it's made up every fucking time. Because if it's not like a Bible verse, which, not made up, but gotcha. But on the other side of that, if it's not him just reading from the Bible, it's like some made up shit. Like, I was in a CVS Walgreens the other day and I went down the aisle with the laxatives because I was having a hard movement. And I saw a man there convulsing on the ground. Throwing a fifth limb out of his belly button. And I said, Lord, help this man. Lord, you sick your healing powers upon this man the same way you sick them bears upon them children who called him a bald head. And you take that cancer away from him, oh Lord. Oh Lord, you take away that growing hand from his belly button. And folks, you won't believe it. The arm crawled away. Dissolved into just a hand. And that hand got adopted by the Adams family. And that's where it came from. Lord, hallelujah, amen. Let me get a high amen. Amen. That's my funny little story for today. And that made-up story is funnier than any of the actual 40 stories he claims to tell you. Alright? I don't like Joel Osteen. I don't like mega churches. I don't trust any of the mega churches. Not my cup of tea. Now people give him shit about the whole, like, when the floods came through. He literally wasn't allowed to do anything with that. People say, well, it's because he's got new carpets. No, 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 no. No, there was a construction contract going. And there was a whole, like, technically it was under reconstruction still. And the city said, this building is technically under construction because they're doing a bunch of renovations. It's not considered structurally sound to house people during the hurricanes and the floods. So Joel Seen didn't take anybody in because the city told him, We'll shut down your operation if you fucking do that. Maybe I'm wrong about it. Fucking fact check me. That's your homework. So, you know, I, I get it. Come at him for the way he abuses scripture. Come at him for the way he misrepresents, you know, apocalyptic scripture. And completely panders to people's fear of death and hell and all that shit. Again, Jesus' blood covered all, and if they're not really preaching that, you know, I'm not acting like, oh, my version of faith is accurate. It's just, it's kind of, you know, he died for our sins, so you're preaching this whole, like, we're going to hellfire nonsense, and it's just, you're not getting me with it, dog. But, but, Joel Olstein 
did something good. His church is reopened to the public, people are back in the seats, and I thought it was heartwarming. So I will proceed to give the devil his dues. Joel seen pay uh, praise for seven-year-old shot at Liquid Church in first Sunday service since shooting. On February 11th, a shooting rang out at Joel Scene's Lakewood Church in Houston. I saw this. I thought it, you know, it warmed my heart. I, you know, of course, people are going to say, well, it's just, you know, it's PR, and I, I, I know. But I also, I don't care. We live in a world where people rush to get revenge, rush to get the last word in edgewise. I'm guilty of this, too. I, you know, I'm going to argue with somebody and I feel like I've been disrespected the whole time. I'm not going to let the argument just end with a peaceful resolution. I'm going to be a cunt. And at the end of the day, you know, I'll go home and I'll take a shower and I'll think like, man, I should really just let it go. I didn't need to go that hard. But in the moment, you know, I'm not going to care. I mean, I'm going to be as hard and as blunt and as crude and crass as I fucking want to be. It's nice to see somebody not doing that. You know, just this is a tragedy. People died. Let's pray for him. Nope. People give me shit. You can go back to my Dylan Mulvaney videos. Look in the comments. There are people who are kind of annoyed or arguing about the validity of praying for Dylan Mulvaney. Uh, I'm not harping on the whole God Wad stuff, but, you know. I don't like Joel Osteen, but when he actually does something Christianly and that's positive, I'll give it to him. This was a genuinely good deal. So let's just sit back and enjoy. I'll, I'll shut the fuck up and quit moral fagging. Next tonight, the first Sunday service at a Texas megachurch after a deadly shooting there. Pastor Joel Olstein told parishioners that today's services were a time for healing. Last Sunday, a woman opened fire during afternoon services. She died on the scene. What we're learning tonight about the shooter. Here's ABC's Jacqueline Lee. Tonight, Lakewood Mega Church in Houston back open. Fear is not going to win. Faith is going to win. We are going to move forward and see the goodness of God. Resuming services a week after a shooter entered the facility with her seven-year-old son at her side, opening fire with an AR-15. The suspect, 36-year-old Genesee Moreno, killed in the exchange of gunfire. Her son shot in the head and still in critical condition. During today's service, Pastor Joel Osteen becoming emotional. I pray for her family. Lord, I know she was troubled in her mind. Lord, I know her family's hurting. (laughs) The Houston chief of police holding a press conference after the church service asking for prayers for the seven-year-old boy. Oh, hold on. Seven-year-old innocent kid. Sorry about that. The Houston chief of police holding a press conference after the church service asking for prayers for the seven-year-old boy. Little Samuel, seven-year-old innocent uh, kid. Pray for him. Pray for his family. You may not never know the the, uh, true motive. It comes as we're learning more about the shooter's past. Our affiliate, KTRK, obtaining a series of 911 calls showing Moreno had a history of disturbances with her neighbors. In one incident, asking the dispatcher if she could draw a firearm. And her husband wanted to come on, my papa. Is it okay if I go outside with my gun? Houston police are still investigating why Moreno opened fire and why she may have targeted Lakewood Church specifically. It's so wild to live in America and hear somebody say officer can i go outside and defend my home or will i be in trouble 
Oh my god. Oh my fucking god. You live in America. Sorry, not to sit here and be all bald eagles and stars and stripes and shit. That should never be a fucking question. It should be an investigation afterwards if it was actually self-defense. That's it. You should be able to go out on your lawn and be like, get the fuck off my property. With your shit drawn. Maybe not pointed at him. Exercise good trigger discipline. Mainly because that that at least rapidly almost guarantees that there's no mishaps on your end of firing somebody. You, you point at them, keep your finger on the trigger, you're likely going to be in big trouble. Act, you, know, you set yourself up for failure there. You keep your finger off the trigger and point at the ground and be like, get the fuck off my lawn, you're in good shape. That's wild to fucking hear. There is somebody in my yard throwing up gang signs, zig hailing, and threatening me, playing... Playing the same song hours on repeat talking about how they're going to kill me. Can I go out on my lawn with my gun and say leave me the fuck alone? That is a wild fucking question to hear. And then I understand that people around the world who listen to this podcast. Humble brag of course. Who are like, I, I, I don't even know what you're like. Like what, like is the idea of self-defense so foreign to you? Not you directly the audience, but I'm just like. To me, as an American, it's like, yeah, I should be able to go on, sit on my porch with my gun and be like, what the fuck do you want? Leave. Get the fuck off my lawn. Because if you set foot on my lawn, we're going to have problems. Just hearing that phone call is fucking wild. Especially with, like, knowing what this person got up to. You know what I mean? Wow. Church specifically. Police will be releasing body camera footage from the shooting within the next 30 days. Oh, I guess. Jacqueline, thank you. I guess there will be an update on this. Yeah. That's kind of it. You know. I just... I, I, there's not a whole lot to add here. There's really no new information. I just thought it was wonderful to see. You had police, Andrew Olsen, and the people of the church, the victims of this attack, come out scared, wounded, traumatized, I don't care. You don't need to like Joel Osteen. I don't like Joel Osteen. I don't like the way he runs his church. I have no interest in ever attending his church. But I can respect what he what happened here. He's scared. You don't think Joel Osteen was terrified to go back out on stage that night? But he did. Oh, I'm sure he had to talk to himself. Like, you can look back at my content history. I've gone on the grounds and I've filmed riots, protests, meetings from safe to dangerous situations. I've been there with my GoPro. And I know what it's like to come home or return back and to have friends and family horrified. Being like, you're not going to go back out again, are you? And it's like, yeah, I am. I'm just here for some r and I'm going to go back. i got more footage to get. And they're horrified. They're terrified to hear you say that. Because they don't want you to go back out. And I get it. But you also have an obligation this is what you do. If not an obligation to a company or a business, to God, to yourself, either or, maybe both. So you go out there and you do it anyway. Doesn't mean you're not fucking terrified. Doesn't mean at some point you're not going to have like a wave of memories go through your head visually where you see things that could have happened. And you see all the what ifs like as if they were real memories you're witnessing. And it terrifies you. 
It happens. But he went out there, terrified, to a congregation, scared, looking for him not to be terrified, looking for his guidance and his leadership. And he said, let's pray for this family. Let's pray for the seven-year-old boy who did nothing wrong. And let's pray for this woman and her salvation. I'll say this. That is incredibly Christian of Joel Osteen. And I want to draw attention to it. You know, people get demonized and shit on all the time. And even if they deserve to be shit on, always make sure you give them their due. It, uh, it's good for humanity as a whole if you do that. Anyway, I'm going to wrap this up here. I guess with there being body cam footage coming out in the next 30 days, apparently, I uh, will be covering that. So there will be more information about this when it comes out. So that being said, I've been your host, James Madison. This has, for now, been the last update I foresee given until that footage comes out on the Lakewood Church shooting. So let's get into some more modern news, shall we? Deuces. both male and female names but through all of our investigation to this point talking with individuals interviews documents Houston Police Department reports she has been identified this entire time as female she her and so uh, we are identifying her as Genesee Moreno Hispanic female there were two weapons approximately at 1:53 p.m. a female approximately 30, 35 years old, entered the property on the west side here in the parking lot of Lakewood Church. She entered the building. She was armed with a long rifle and a trench coat with a backpack, accompanied by a small child, approximately four to five years old. Uh, Once she entered, uh, at some point she began to fire. I want to compliment the off-duty officers who will work in extra employment here. One TABC agent, four years of service, 38 years old. An HPD off-duty officer, 28 years old, two years of service. Both officers, officer and agent, engaged striking the female Uh, She's deceased here on the scene. Unfortunately, a five-year-old kid was hit and is at critical condition at our local hospital. That was a 57-year-old man who didn't have anything to do with it, I don't think, was shot in the leg. He's seeking treatment in the hospital. So let's all pray for each and every one of them. Uh, Once um, she went down, um, officers reported back to us that she threatened uh, that she had a bomb 
So we searched our vehicle, our bomb squad, um, and also the backpack. No explosives were found, but she was also spraying some type of substance uh, on the ground. So HFD came and uh, uh, the chief, our chief, would speak briefly on that. But again, we're going to stand strong. Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I'm, of course, your host, James Madison. This will probably be the last episode we do about the Lakewood Church shooting, at least for foreseeable future. Now, there's always a chance of declassifications, new developments down the road, but as of for now, it seems pretty open and closed. So, actually, no, I'm going to do one more episode uh, about the condition of the child. Um, but that'll be about it, I think, for this story. There's not a whole series of developments I see coming down the pipeline. But if there are, we'll cover them. That being said, let's continue here. Neighbors of Lakewood Church shooter detail years of hell. Police inaction only a matter of time. Yeah, pretty much every one of the neighbors who lived in the community with the shooter of the church complains about, oh, I don't know, usual normal behavior of your neighbors, you know, Asking for a cup of sugar, checking in, bringing you a plate of cookies, and zig fucking hailing. You know, all the good based behaviors we love to see. Yeah, we go around yelling, screaming at people, Nazi salutes and whatnot, your average Ukraine free Gaza enjoyer behavior. So let's uh, let's get into it. And again, I made a joke before the story came out. I'm like, yeah, watch, this is going to be one of those times where you find out was on some authorities fucking radar but you know took no action yep there it is 100% always call it always will hey you guys see the thing with the CDC and the Red Cross uh basically saying hey you got COVID vaccines yeah you can't donate sorry also myocarditis is uh is an issue I'm just like oh you don't fucking say almost three years late actually Three years late, because that shit came out before the election in 2020. Shout out to Big T for his fucking death shot. But Big T didn't make you fucking get it, to be fair. It was Biden who had the mandate, and that's more of the problem here. But let's get into it. By Daniel Wallace. February 13th, 2024. Again, older story, but we're wrapping up the story. So let's continue on. The Neighbors. Of the shooter who opened fire at Joel Olstein's Lakewood Church before being fatally shot by police detailed years of harassment and threats. <clears throat> threats their small, two-street community faced from her. Based. Used by a logical gender. Love it. Claims. Hey, whoa, Fox News actually using the biological sex? All right, Fox, I'll give you that. It's an improvement. You guys did the whole fag flag policy shit for a while, the whole pro-down shit. I remember that got leaked out. We covered it. Continuing on. Also, that's the origin of the Pride Fox logo I use occasionally. You know what's funny? I made that as a joke, and then they made it a thing in real life. Literally, they have, a, like, a Fox Pride statue now. And I'm like, ha! <laughs> wow. I made that as a joke, like, four years ago, and now now it's real. Hmm. Okay, then. Didn't see that coming. Continuing on, sorry. Before being fatally shot by police, detailed years of harassment and threats. Their two-streeted community faced from her, claiming law enforcement and elected officials failed to adequately respond to their near-constant 
outcry. Five women who lived near Guinness, Guinness Ivan Monneau, Morneau, my apologies, I get the fucking name wrong. It's that middle one throws me off. Ivine Morneau. In Conroe, Texas, a city more than 50 miles north of Houston, of the Houston megachurch, described to Fox 26 Houston how Manor tormented and usually the usually closed-knit neighborhood over the past four years. The, a next-door neighbor, Jill, said Morno repeatedly made false police reports that she and others were stalking Morno, and seven-year-old boy is said to be Morno's son. Ooh. Said Morno repeatedly made the false reports. Yeah, that sounds like gang stalking reports, which is a common report of schizophrenics or people whose mental states are rapidly declining due to them being put on, you know, the whole hormone altering drugs to be. Never forget, this person wanted to be Jeff for a bit. Cover that in an old article. Cover that in the last episode about this. They had a series of fucking false names they went by. Oh, man. Now, here we go. Morno was originally from El Salvador. Had a... It, wait, from El Salvador? Been here for about four... Moved to the community about four years ago. Hmm. Wonder why. El Salvador and had a lengthy criminal record and previously used the name Jeffrey... Escalante Morno brought the seven-year-old into the megachurch before opening fire. The boy remains hospitalized in critical condition. Uh, yeah, and it remains kind of in dispute. Some people say the cops did it, but multiple eyewitnesses say that Morno shot her own fucking kid in the head. Straight through the fucking brain. Sent that abalum got him where it had to be. Quote, Four years, I've been through hell. I have reported this, reported this, reported this. That's how it's written. And it's gone on deaf ears. Jill told the outlet, quote, I've had physical, uh, blah, 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 psychological officers up here since they won't answer their door. They won't do anything until she hurts you. There's nothing we can do. So everybody keeps saying all these big news stations, to all these big news stations, quote, if you see something, say something. That's bullshit. Because I've been through it. I've talked to everybody. I've probably called every one of your new stations trying to get someone to take this on. No one would do anything. Nobody would call me back. And yet everyone's still on these stations saying, See something, say something. Nobody should have died. Nobody should have been hurt. This should have been handled years ago. And now, here we are. Again, Jill said. Yeah, no, for real, right? And a lot of it has to do with the whole person playing the whole, I'm biologically one thing, but I'm going to pretend to be the other gender. And they're just like, oh, well, ah, man, that might be problematic. This clearly mentally ill, unhinged individual who's cross-dressing and Zig Haling and acting a fool in their fucking community. Well, they're trans, so that means we can't do anything about it. No, actually, the fact that they're trans means you should do something about it because they're, it, again, 
being trans is a visible sign. It's a physical manifestation of a fucking mental illness. It is a manifestation of a big red flag telling you, hey, something's off. It's nature. Literally. Look at poisonous animals. Look at animals that are dangerous and poisonous. They have very distinctive features. A tiger's stripes. A cheetah's prints. A leopard's prints. A lion's mane. A poison frog's bright orange or green complexion. A poisonous lizard's bright colorful complexion. Venomous fishes. Venomous snakes. Bright, colorful, pretty complexions. Very colorful, right? Lots of color is what I'm getting at. The fucking hair dye and the fucking face piercings and shit. Like all that, says the man with face piercings. All that shit is a visible manifestation of a deep-seated, unaddressed mental illness. That is a red flag. That does warrant some level of like, well, this person is harassing a community. They're... You know, they're, they're acting a fool. We're getting tons and tons of reports, and people are calling in all the time, and they're making a, a scene about it. Hmm. Oh, and the person's trend. So they, they got, like, body dysphoria, gender dysmorphia. They got, you know, all these DSM-5 things. Hmm. Yeah, well, we clearly have a mentally unwell person acting a fool in a community that's harassing that community. We better go investigate and deal with it. Lest this person who's mentally ill do what mentally ill people do unchecked harm people. Oh, wait, what happened? They shot up a fucking church? Go figure. Yeah, no, that, that is completely fair. And you see it all the time. I see it on my local news stations. Call this number to give us a tip. Is there something going on in your community that the local authorities won't take care of? Call our Fox 2 Detroit helpline. Call our Ohio Channel Detroit 7282 Channel 5 news hotline. Like, it's all that bullshit. Call WGN America's Channel 12 news hotline. They all have the same kind of voice where they talk like this and they say, call the number below. But then they don't do anything. Yeah. For real. Like, uh, Fox News Detroit used to have this thing called uh, Problem Solvers and Crime Stoppers. That division literally quit basically existing because they wouldn't let anyone do their fucking job after a while. So they quit. Uh, the one dude went on and did a show called No, Be- no Bullshit News. It's a good show. Uh... Right here, I'll leave a link to this in the description below. No bullshit news with Charlie Leduff. Yeah. I, I love this guy. He had, he had a great channel. I disagree with him on some political issues here and there, but, you know, large and large, you know, great guy. And one of the reasons why he went solo is because he's like, I'm an investigative reporter. You guys are actively telling me I can't follow up on these leads that people are freely giving me. Well, fuck you. I'm out. I'm going to do my own show. And he did. No bullshit news hour. Wonderful show. Full transparency. It's probably been, shit, about six, seven months since I actually watched an episode. But it's been six or seven months of me working my ass off at a military distribution while our competitor, Anheuser-Busch, gets butt-fucked on the market. Been busy, <laughs> to put it lightly. Been kind of busy. But, again, I'll leave a link to that in the, sh- in the description below. Wonderful fucking channel. Wonderful fucking show. Charlie LaDuff is a fucking blessing in the news world. Really appreciate him. Continuing on. Now that I've slobbed the knob of somebody who doesn't even know I exist. Quote, I knew it was only a matter of time before she did nothing. Another neighbor, Linda 
Gutierra, Guta, my apology, said, quote, We did something. We said something. Yeah. You several male and female aliases, including Jeffrey Escalante. Look at the fucking deterioration. Uh, Monroe had six previous arrests dating back to 2005. Texas Department of Public Safety. Kirk Sides, Houston Chronicle. Oh, by the way, look what's happening in El Salvador right now with the mega prison and shit. I'm just saying, at any point in the last four years that this person been a cunt, we could have yanked citizenship and sent them back to where they fucking came from. And there's, again, conveniently, the president of El Salvador with the glasses, who seems to be a little weird lately, however, built a mega prison where they threw all the violent convicts and rapists and shit into it. Three hots and a cot for you, bitch. But look at this decline. This is what being a fucking tranny does to you. This is what LGBT does to you. Look at that. This was the L, and then she became a B, <laughs> LG, and then she became a B, and then she got all the way to the T, and became, my name is Jeff. <laughs> Quote, we cannot do anything more than what we did. We tried to stop this. We tried to help her. We tried to help us. We tried to help the public. Something needs to get done. I don't know what needs to get done, but it needs to get done. Maybe don't call for actions if you don't know the actions should be taken. Are a lot of wiggle room, a lot of dictatorial shit can happen in that kind of wiggle room. Just saying. Uh, what should be done is we quit affirming mental illness. We quit acting like the whole LGBT thing is fucking natural. And look, be gay, whatever. Be trans. I really don't give a fuck. I mean, you can't actually be trans because it's just not a thing in general. But still, as long as you're an adult and you keep it to yourself, I don't give a fuck. But the problem is when you have every facet of society from corporate to media to legislation to law enforcement to judicial all bowing the knee to the fag flag and the fucking woke ideology behind it, go fuck yourself. We'll not play that game. But too much of society has. And now you have the point where it's like, you did something I don't like. That's a hate crime. And everyone's soft everyone's delicate and pretty soon we'll live in a world where if you say cunt shit faggot fucking goddamn bitch ass motherfucker you're gonna have a little thing built into all the walls of your houses that print out receipts and those receipts will be little fines for your various word crimes we'll get to that point eventually and from there it's right on to the three seashells shout out to anybody who knows what the fuck i'm talking about right now that's what needs to be done you remove the language that allows this wiggle room of being like, oh yeah, 87 fucking genders and a billion flavors of ice cream. No. Male, female. Enshrine that shit across all 50 states. Remove the affirmative action shit. Remove all the social rewards for being trans. And go back to being a fucking non-issue. That's a great start. And from there, you know, you can address marriage issues and adoption issues. Roll back some of that shit, ideally. But you get the idea. Continuing on. I don't know what needs to get done, but it needs to get done. Quote, This was a big church. By the grace of God, Jesus alone, the only person that died was that one who brought the weapon in. Several neighbors remarked, The same trench coat authorities said Morno wore in the lake church before opening fire. They said they frequently spotted Morno wearing a trench coat while carrying a gun case and a long rifle 
in and out of the house. Jill recalled that the day of the shooting, she saw Morno pull a sedan into the driveway and cover the vehicle with blue with a blue tarp so that cameras could not pick up what Morno placed inside. Quote, it looked really odd. Yeah, fucking bet it does. Quote, it looked really odd, and I thought it was weird. But I thought she was weird anyway. So you never know with this girl what this girl is up to. So I just watched my back and left it at that, Jill said. And you got everyone's in here. Joel Stein. Dark Show's age of that fucking turkey neck. Quote, Her way of intimidation was to bring the gun case in and out. Crossbows, you know. She'd come out and she'd have her gun case out there. And she'd do a Hell Hitler sign and flip you the bird. Or, and flip you off, or bitch. You know, it was something every day, Jill said, quote, There's just so many things, and it's just seemed to kind of keep escalating. And th- kind of? Anyway. And then, when she started targeting other women in the neighborhood, that's when we all really started getting concerned because we didn't know how far it was going to go. I wasn't the only one being targeted. Yeah, again, one of the main reasons why you're probably targeted is because you're actually a woman who embraces being a woman. And that is a personal attack on a troon. If you embrace your biological sex and live that life, it is a personal affront to their mental illness and the demands they require on society to put up with their fucking world and make-believe bullshit. Fuck them. Fuck their mental illness. We'll not play pretend with you. And these are the consequences of not playing pretend. These women have families, had marriages, some of them don't have marriages. Some of them have kids. Some of them have kids and husbands. You know, either the whole package or maybe one of the items is missing. Either way, they've embraced that biological sexhood. And that's a personal offense, which means you now have to be treated like shit because you're clearly... Well, you're living your regular life on factory settings. And that means that you're not an ally. That means you're an enemy. And look, I'll, I'll tell you a number one weapon. I love to do this. When they call you a cis... Look, I will, this dates all the way back to me in high school. 2010, I got in trouble for this shit. 2010. Not 2010, sorry. For me, high school was 2012 to 2016. But, in that time period, I got in trouble multiple times because I had some fucking flippant fucking tart coming to be like, oh my god, you're such a sis. And I was like, oh my god, you are such a homo. And they'd be like, oh my god, you can't say that. And they'd go running away, and then all of a sudden I'm called into the office with the fucking cross-dresser sitting across from me, being like, he called me a homo. I'm like, yeah, they called me sis. Well, sis is a, bio, is a, is a science term. Yeah, so is homo. Homo sapien. Oh. Oh. I mean, I still got in trouble with it, and I'd look at the teacher and be like, oh, is it because... I'm straight, or because I'm white. And the teacher would be like, are you, are you really saying this right now? And I'd be like, yeah, I am. Shout out to Miss Liz and the failures of Bright Futures. Fucking losers. Yeah, Bright Futures is a fucking joke. Do not put your kids. If your high school offers the Bright Future program, no. Again, shout out to Miss Liz and Mr. Justin, you feckless fucking groomers. Making us do our pronouns and shit every fucking day. Asking us to wear little fucking pride pins. Fucking groomers. I have since reported them. 
Not that it fucking means at all, but, you know. Again, one of those things I realized as an adult, I'm like, holy shit, they were grooming me. But continuing on. Quote, you know it was something every day, Jill said. There's just so many things where he read that. Authorities said anti-Semitic writings were found during a search of Morno's home and indicated that Morno's former in-laws are Jewish. Oh, and there's the free Palestine and free Gaza side of it. Aww. Typical woman can't separate your feelings from reality and your fifis make you do stupid shit that you can't control because you can't control your emotions control over you. Women. Shout out to the fucking 8% female audience I maintain, apparently. I don't know. You guys just really like when I talk to you like this, don't you? It's okay. It's okay. I see you. You have problems. Probably talk to your father. Reconnect with him. You need help. Continuing on. <laughs> that's that 7% female audience just whoosh. Down to 1%. <laughs> Continuing on. Uh... Semitic writings were uh, former in-laws are Jewish, and the rifle used in the megachurch attack had palace had a Palestine. Actually, it was specifically free free Palestine sticker. What the fuck does that mean? Free free Palestine. If you have to free it, it's not fucking free. So the free comma free Palestine shit's retarded. You don't need to free something that's already free. It's like liberate liberated people liberate the liberated people what the fuck are you talking about then why am i why am i here if they're already liberated because they need to be liberated huh that's just like how basic the pro-palestine retardation is and look while i'm at it fuck israel look they killed jfk they played all sorts of bullshit attacked the uss liberty they get they give nothing to the to america and we give them billions of fucking dollars fuck mega all right I don't fuck with nigga, my nigga. Just not a thing. Making Israel great again? I'm not about that. I'm America first. That means fuck Israel. Fuck the rest of the world. Y'all figure out your own fucking problems. I'll sit here with my fat dick out, and uh, y'all can sort your own shit out, because I'm America. Fuck you. I got the toys to make all the fucking noise. If you want a problem between us, come make a fucking problem between us. I'll kindly point to the scoreboard, and then I'll point to Japan, and ask you if you really want to continue your stupid fucking decisions. Preferably, you don't step to me that way while Joe Biden's in office because I'll have to just kind of step back and let you fuck me over. Because, you know, God forbid I do anything to defend myself under Joe Biden's administration, I'll end up upside down, butt fucked in the showers in a prison somewhere. Because, uh, free thought and self defense is a hate crime in this country. I'm proud to be an American where my president sniffs on kids. Quote, not the quote, but continuing on. In the wake of the shooting, the child's grandmother released a statement. We covered that in the other episode about this. Saying in part, quote, Although my former daughter-in-law raged against Israel and the Jews in a pro-Palestine rant yesterday, this has nothing to do with Judaism or Islam. Nothing. Well, going into a church following Joel's, where Joel's seen known for his love and support of Israel after we have receipts that showed you were a pretty long-time member of this church, at least, and you also donated semi-frequently to this church, talking about the shooter. No, something changed. Where this shooter went from weirdly, fanatically, like, protecting this church? Consult my last episode about this. Link's in the description of that episode. 
Uh, like, she posted things on her social media saying, like, how dare people mock my church and Joel Osteen? Lord forgive them for they not know what they do type shit. Right? No. Uh, Joel Osteen's repeatedly doubled down on his support for Israel at this time. And then she shoots up a church with her son, and the stickers on her guns are all free Palestine stickers. Or sticker, sorry. Yeah, I uh, I think the Jews. I think this may have been been uh, not not Jew driven, but Jew inspired in a way. You know, I have a feeling Judaism might have, at least Israel has something to do with this. Not like with this, but maybe been a motive for this. You know, this person's clearly had a problem with Jews in Israel. You know, I mean, who doesn't, right? Let's continue on. on. Uh, right yesterday, nothing to do with Judaism or Islam, nothing. But this is what happens when reckless and irresponsible reporting lets people s- uh, with severe mental illness have an excuse for violence, she said. Quote, yeah, I uh, kind of agree. Quote, the statement also charged that, quote, it's the fault lies with Child Protective Services of Montgomery County and Harris County. that refused to remove custody from a woman with known mental illness that was not being treated and with the state of Texas for not having a strong red flag laws, go fuck yourself, that's retarded, that would have prevented her from owning or possessing it. No, it wouldn't have. No. Red flag laws don't work. Again, criminals will get guns. There's no stopping that. And red flag laws have never stopped the feds from arming mentally ill people. With very expensive, nice, high-end firearms. I don't give a fuck how that statement makes you feel, by the way. The feds absolutely do arm these people. Not this particular person, perhaps. Oh, but wait till the classifications happen in, like, 30 years. You're going to see all kinds of mass shooters were armed, equipped, and fucking coerced and guided into their actions by the federal government. Shout out to Charles Manson, the book Chaos, and the CIA. Lays it all out pretty clear as day for you. Not to mention all the classified MK Ultra files. We know they do this. It's weird how these people keep getting firearms, even though they wouldn't pass a background check anyway. Because again, multiple felonies, past charges, past felonies. They didn't go through a shop to get these fucking guns. It's a weird omission, but you look at the details in the articles. You look at what's between the lines. They did not obtain these legally. Maybe the only thing legally they obtained were the stickers. Continuing on. Another neighbor described walking with her grandchildren to the park where Morno would speed by, sometimes swerve towards them and laugh after nearly striking them. I mean, you don't actually do this, but allegedly that's just kind of when you wait for them to come around the corner or you follow them to a spot. Don't do this. You know, no one do this. I'm talking about a plot in a movie, of course. What you do is you just kind of like what, what the person in the movie does is they would just kind of, like, wait for the person to go out about their usual tasks and do their own thing and, you know, live life. Maybe you give them a little surprise visit when they get to a destination where there's low visibility, low, you know, low visibility, low occupation in the area, you know, not many eyes, and then you beat the shit out of them. Leave them in a mess, and then you bounce. 
keep your face covered, wear gloves, you know, at least five layers of gloves because, you know, you play it safe. Gloves rip. Anyway, you know, that, that was a really good movie. I think it was something like a Natural Born Killers or that movie where, like, the violent criminal got away with it, so the dad waited in the airport. That was a really good movie, too. You ever seen that movie? You should watch that movie. It's a good movie. Anyone, uh, you know, Minecraft. What a great movie. Continuing on. All right. Breaking news. The police have identified the person who opened fire at Joel Osteen's megachurch in Houston yesterday. William Lajeunesse is on this for us. William, what exactly are we learning? So we just got a hold of the search warrant and can confirm that the shooter is identified as a 36-year-old Genesee Yvonne Moreno. Genesee. She had been born a man, Jeffrey Escalante, from El Salvador and has a lengthy criminal record. Now, according to the search warrant from Montgomery County, she pointed an AR-15. Clarification on this point real quick. Pretty much every article I've read says biological female at birth. So, maybe they're right. As I said in my last episode about this, that was very conflicted. However, the police report ran by the authorities in Texas, because this was the first thing they ran an investigation on, believe it or not, was the biological sex of this person. And they came back and said, biologically female. Maybe Fox got it wrong. Again, a lot of the articles are getting names backwards. They're saying the birth name's Jeffrey. Saying the birth name's, you know, like X, Y, and Z. Genese, Genesis. They get, it. They get you know, a lot of cross-referencing there. So that could be something that's still up in the air. But I'm willing to stick my hat on biological female at birth. But, you know, hey. 15 at the officers, off-duty officers who were in the church at the time, and she, they fired upon her, killed her, and was considered in self-defense. Also, you know, there was word that they, uh, the woman had claimed that she had a bomb, and she had a backpack. They checked that out. Turned out it wasn't true, but according to the search warrant, she was in possession of a yellow color rope and substances consistent with the manufacture of explosives. They thought that was a detonation cord uh, they looked into it and it turned out not to be the case. We're also hearing from local reports that the five-year-old who was with this woman um, is likely not to make it. Um, this, the five-year-old boy has been in critical condition, and according to the Houston Chronicle, it doesn't appear that that individual is going to make it. A 57-year-old man was also shot in this altercation at Lakewood Church um, there in Houston, uh, which, of course, is uh, operated by celebrity pastor uh, Joel Osteen. Uh, that individual, uh, the 57-year-old man, he's going to be okay. He was shot in the leg. But the information so we're getting now, we've used. seen um, a, a lengthy <coughs> criminal record on this individual. Again, um, as a man, he had a lengthy record um, of assaulting a police officer, um, marijuana, um, also... Uh, got a lengthy record here. Uh, several different offenses uh, over the over about the past since 2005. So that's what we got from the, here. And uh, news conference is scheduled to begin at 2:30 Eastern, and we should get more information. Yeah, among Thank the you. most serious, the 2009 assault uh, of a police officer in Houston, William 2010 forgery. Most recently, <coughs> 2022, a misdemeanor weapons charge for unlawful carrying a weapon. Uh, William Lajones, as you mentioned, 2:30, we're going to get an update from the police there. And we'll certainly take that live. Did you have something to add? Well, no, just only on the AR-15, he had written, scrawled, Free Palestine. Yes. 
a big and growing part of that story. And William, um, we have the picture now um, of this suspect up on the screen. Yeah, and you know when um, we're going to get the, we have five of those photos that we're loading right now into the into the computer system. But when you look at the okay. progression of this individual. That explains what happened earlier. So this is from the day of it happening. Like this was all unfolding while this report was going on. Got it. That's why he said birth male, biological birth sex was male. Got it. Also, fuck you Fox News for playing the pronoun game. I do not need to play. You should not play pretend with anyone with a mental illness. You don't help them. You don't do any favors to these people by acting like they don't have a mental illness. All you do is play la-di-da with them long enough to the point where they back themselves into a corner of self-destruction. Now, I've met people who are trans. By the time I've met them, you know, they were so far down the road, they've already done all these drugs, and they've destroyed themselves. And what we're all going to say is, like, look, I don't support this lifestyle. I'll call you by your name. Because at that point, it's like, what else can I fucking do for you? It's like me running up to somebody as they walk out of Planned Parenthood with the scars, and I'm like, hey, just so you know, abortion's murder. Well, I was a little late to that one, wasn't I? But there are other people in my life who I've talked to who they've like been like, hey, you know, I kind of, you know, I know how you feel about this, but if I was trans, how, how would that affect our friendship? And it's like, well, hold on, why do you think you're fucking trans, though? Like, what got to you? Like, like what makes you think that? Like, I'll still be your homie, you know. Back in my mind, I'm like, you're probably not ever going to be around my kids. We'll, we'll get beers, but you ain't going to be around my fucking kids. And, you know, we've had, this is only, like, one person, I'm not going to even name any names or go into any details about it, but TLDR, after, like, couple weeks of back-and-forth conversations, sending news articles and studies that talk about, like, if left, if people who feel trans are left alone and they're not encouraged to proceed any med pursue any medical training or medical, sorry, medical processes or procedures, that it's a phase that passes, like, 98% of the time. On the other hand, that the people who do indulge in it have like a 48.2% suicide rate. Some studies are showing like a 44 to a 48. You know, it's, that number fluctuates depending on what study you're reading. But still, the amount of people who go through it as a phase versus the amount of people who kill themselves, who pursue this as a lifestyle, is not, it's not a worthwhile trade-off at all. Never has been, never will be. And this person, you know... I haven't talked to them in a while. I don't think they particularly like me because they're already kind of a Democrat. And over the last, I don't know, two years, I've, I mean, you've been here. So, <laughs> well, you know, so I hope they're well. Well, you know, God bless them and all that. But what you have to just talk about it as it is. Why do you feel this way? Okay, well, why are you doing X, Y, and Z? What do you think you can do to you know, achieve X, Y, and Z goal. And have you thought about the outcomes and where you'll be in 30 years? Really, when you talk to people about the trans thing, people who think about going down this road or people who are trans, talk to them like a tattoo addict addict about to get another tattoo. Be like, are you sure you're going to want this right now? Maybe down the road you're going to want a different tattoo there. Maybe you're not going to want this 10 years from now. Maybe you're going to regret this procedure 10 years from now when it looks all fucked up. You know, like, already, there's a good chance that when you're done, it's going to look fucked up. But like, there's a good, like, you're putting your trust in somebody who, for all you know, they have limited training behind them when it comes to this kind of work. You know, maybe you can look at the portfolio, but for all you know, all you fucking know, that's somebody else's work they got in their portfolio. You don't fucking know. You're just kind of trusting on good faith here. It, you know, it's a, you know, 
With the trans transitioning shit's kind of new shit that's never worked before, and it's not working now. You know, it's kind of experimental. Anyway, it's like you know, well, you want it in ten years? You want it five years when it's like had time to like, you know, age and change with age and time? You know, like again, talk to the people like it's a fucking bad tattoo idea. Like, it's a bad tattoo, dog. Do you want this? Like, do you think in five years, like, you're, you think you're still in the same spot you are right now? Like, are you in the same spot now that you were five years before now? Like, would you five years ago want this tattoo? And will you five years from now want this tattoo? Did you five years ago want this procedure? And will you five years from now want this procedure? The answer is usually no and oh, got it. And the city here be like, she, she, we think it was born male, but she. You're encouraging people to indulge in this destructive lifestyle that reaps no fucking benefits. I just... This is why I don't follow Fox News. Like, I will not read a Fox News article. And if I do read a Fox News article, I'm not giving them the clicks. I'm going to archive.today and just reading it there because fuck giving these people views. Over the last five or six years... Um definitely had a pretty hard life because uh, there's a great transformation uh, from the first photos uh, from the mugshots that were taken to the one you're seeing right now. So uh, bo uh, born as Jeffrey Escalante Moreno, um, goes by the alias Janesse Yvonne Moreno. Janice. We're going to have more on this when the police update at 2.30. Thank you, William. I'm saying Denise. Got it. Okay. Having back over here. Continuing on. A neighbor who wanted to give her, uh, give just her first name, Heather, said Morno pulled a gun on her on July 4th, 2022, after apparently taking... Oh. Mass Pro Shops in Cabela stands tall in our unwavering commitment to honoring our hero. Complete sashay will not tell that story. When, when you're about to say something really incriminating about yourself, and then you realize how incriminating it is, so you don't say it. Yeah. Anyway, continuing on. Ah, uh, oh. I get too comfortable with you guys sometimes for no fucking reasons. Continuing on. Got on her on July 4th after apparently taking issues with her watering her own lawn after dark. What are the self-defense laws in Texas? Again, somebody walks onto my lawn screaming at me. At least from where I'm standing, at least to my understanding, yelling, screaming, waving hands around, being belligerent. That's enough, that's literally justification for you to take up, like, a fucking stance. Like, fist clenched, looking at him stance. I mean, like, what's up, dog? And they proceed to walk towards you. Like, you have to make sure you take that stance. That stance, legally, is the same thing as putting your hand over your holstered gun. Being like, back up. It's literally considered a legal warning. You haven't whipped your gun out, just like you've made fists. You haven't swung at him. If you make a, if you make a fist and you swing, like, make an air swing at him... That's considered taunting, intimidation. Like, you're you're considered the aggressor legally. If you just make a fist and you just stand there squared up, like, what's up? Don't, don't, don't come at me like that. You're legally in the clear as far as I know. I'm not saying this is legal advice. Don't take my advice. I'm a fucking idiot. I didn't even get vaccinated. That's how stupid I am. <laughs> and they come near you. And they proceed to you know, walk up towards you when you have this aggressive stance commonly associated with fighting. You're just squared up, fit fucking dukes up in the air, like just in front in front of your face, not swinging, not wailing, just sitting there, guard up, being like, hey, back up. And they proceed to come near you, and that's on camera? Bro, 
you, that's considered a visual sign, a visual warning. It counts. So when they pursue you, continue to come near you, that's when their behavior crosses over, not just from a trespass because they're on your property without permission and you've repeatedly told them to leave. That is trespassing. Now they've approached you when you've clearly indicated that you do not wish to be approached on your property. It becomes a self-defense behavior at that. Now, some states will punish you. This is Texas, though. And Texas, up until recently, had really retarded gun laws. But I think Texas has decent self-defense laws. But I could be wrong. I don't know for certain. I just know I live in a city where people have gotten dropped for far less. Like, I, city I live in 15 years ago, your car might get shot at if you pulled into the wrong house just to, like, turn around or if you think you went to the wrong house. I shit you not. Like, there's whole chunks in apartment complexes here that up until, like, maybe five years ago would not get food delivered to them by pizza shops, Chinese restaurants, no one. I really make the city I live in sound so inviting, don't I? I get by. So it's just like, yeah, dog. And also, low-key, it depends on what, how you're watering your lawn after dark. After dark, dark, you don't want to be watering your fucking lawn because you'll drown out your lawn. But, like, that twilight period, like, sunset, yeah, that's not a bad idea, actually. Or later in the day, like, after, like, two, like, maybe after three, actually, that way. Because if you water your lawn early in the morning... And then the sun hits noon while your lawn's still wet. There's a good chance you can cook your lawn or you damage your grass from, like, the heat. But if you water it after, like, around sunset or just before sunset, you should be okay. Continue on. Another longtime resident, Farah, said Morno began recording her when she came to her mailbox or was outside playing with her granddaughter. She said Morno began driving past her home after learning, she worked as a teaching aide in Morno's child's classroom. The woman claimed Morno also filed a false police report that she was stalking Morno's son. Yeah, this, the son that Morno would literally shoot through the fucking head. Allegedly. Again, that's one of the things that's up in the air with this. The up in the airness with some of the details of the story is really obnoxious to me. Because I try to pin it down... I'll go through all these sources that I trust, like like the five to seven main go-tos I have. And they say different shit on this particular detail, whether she shot him or not. The thing that's consistent is eyewitnesses say that, but some police say the other. It's a mess. Continuing on. Quote. Uh, quote. She called the school saying, I was stalking her, uh, stalking her house... When I've lived here since 2014, Farah said. Now, you remember, Ganesh only lived there for four years. Quote, I mean, he's a good kid, she said of the boy. Uh, that, I mean, it was very sad, but that makes it way sadder. Quote, he was pretty good. He was nonverbal, so he didn't really talk a whole bunch. Kids get upset when they can't express their emotions, so they're going to have good days, have bad days. But other than that, he was okay. She said Morno pulled the boy out of school in October. That's interesting. I imagine Morno maybe spoke Spanish at home. I could be wrong about that, but you know, I'd assume, right? And a lot of the kids I knew who had like bilingual households, like they were really good at both languages. Clearly better at one over the other, but not nonverbal. Like the Asian kids, they spoke whatever you know type of Chi- type of Chinese. Showing my my uh, understanding of the world there pretty well. But, you know, they would speak whatever language they spoke at home plus English. 
Same thing with, like, you know, kids who had Spanish-speaking households and English-speaking households. Like, the parents would speak in both. Now, when I was younger, integration was a big thing. So, usually parents would push English at home. But it seems like the younger generation, like, my generation of parents, resents being integrated. (laughs) I mean, like, you know what I mean? Because there's people... Who, when I was a kid, their parents were telling them, you have to speak English. We live in America now. We have to speak English. We learn their customs. We enjoy the holidays here. We, we celebrate their holidays. You learn their ling- you, you got to learn their language. And then now those same kids who were to- told that are now like, no, you're in- we're going to speak Hadoobadoobadoobadin. And that's what we're going to do. Hadoobadoobadoobadin. And then you create like this insular community where you have a lot of kids who don't have a whole lot of friends because, you know, their friends don't speak hooba-dooba-doobadin. But these parents have pushed this so hard that, you know, their kids think, oh, well, I, you know, I have to hang out and only speak with people who speak hooba-dooba-din. And then you create this insular pocket where no one has friends anymore. That's why when I was a I feel like when I was a kid, I saw way more diverse friend groups. Like, I remember, like, every group had, like, a decent mix to it. And now everyone's, like, isolated and kind of off in their own little sphere. It's really weird. It's really weird. Like, I don't know. I'll go to pick up my nephews from, like, junior high or high school, and I'll see, like, these kids. And it's, like, a group of black kids, a group of white kids, a group of Asian kids. Like, they're all kind of separated and mixed up. Like, maybe you'll see some mixing there. But when I was a kid, dude, like, we had a bunch of different people in our group. White kids, black kids, Asian kids. Oh, we even had a kid that had, like, a skin condition that made him all weird looking. You know, but, like, we didn't give a fuck. Can you play kickball or not, bitch? All right, let's play. Well, it's pretty much the end of the deal. Like, hey, can you play freeze tag or not, motherfucker? All right, then stay still. Tag. I don't know. I, I feel, I, I I really think a big problem, you know. Uh, uh, I think that's a, a big problem you have at home is a lot of uh, a lot of people refuse to do integration, and then you get these people who are like nonverbal kids, it's just because their parents don't teach them English, and then when they go to school, you know, they they basically have just this one language ingrained in their head already. This this understanding of this version of the alphabet that's not the alphabet of the country they live in. It's a whole fucking mess, you know. That's part of why I think having it so everything is in Spanish or anything English in this country was a bad idea. It forced people to learn English. If you move to America, you learn the fucking language. If I move to your country, I need to learn your language. That's the fucking rule. America shouldn't be putting Spanish and all these other languages underneath signs all over the place. Fuck that. If a company wants to do that, sure. If it's tax funded, fuck no. You learn the fucking language or sink or swim. And if you're here legally with your visa, if you're here legally with your visa, you got time to learn the language. In fact, that's what, partially what you're here for, to get your citizenship when you take your test and speak English. It kind of helped us figure out who was here illegally. When, you know, it's like, oh, you've been around for a couple of years. Why don't you speak any fucking English? Oh, you know what I mean? Continuing on. From the view of her bedroom window, Jill said she could see swastikas and gang signs Morno had put on display. Yeah, real... Man. 
You think they rolled with the with the white supremacist? I mean, she was a brown chick. White supremacists do like to fuck some brown women. I mean, I, I don't know a lot of white supremacists who be dicking down white women. They seem to have a thing for the chocolate. It's kind of like how you would see like these uh, hardcore anti-gay uh, Republicans 20 years ago. Then you'd catch them sucking some dick in a wardrobe, in like a wardrobe closet. Uh, or you get like these BLM activists who move to a gated community with rich white neighbors. And no black people inside other than them. Weird how that all seems to work out. Morno had put baby monitors on their shared fence, Jill said. The next door neighbor claimed Morno also made her Wi-Fi address kill Jill, honked her horn for hours on end when she was outside trying to garden and blasted rap music with threatening lyrics. That's a little bit of a retarded statement. You kind of sound like you called the cops on black families having barbecues now. I'm just saying. Officer, she's playing a song, and I think it's threatening. The lyrics are, shame on a nigga who tried to run game on a nigga. I, I, I think by run game, she must mean running them over. She drives her car close to me and honks the horn. Like, I don't mean to mock your experience here at all, but threatening lyrics. Killer, 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 killer. I'm 100% killer. I'm 250% killer. Killer, 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 killer. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Moving on. No idea what I just kicked. Oh, the fucking Jesus slippers. Uh, quote, one of the songs had the lyrics, quote, somebody gonna get fucked up tonight, Jill recalled. Quote, She'd back it up and replay it for hours on end. You know what, touche, that might have been trying to send a message, actually. Quote, this was a weekly occurrence. She was after me, Jill said. Quote, at first, it was always like, oh, it's because I'm transgender. Quote, then it was because we're Mexican. Then it was, we're black. Damn! Tranny spick nigga. <laughs> what a perfect... I Look, I couldn't walk away from an opportunity to use my three favorite words in line. It's like chicken pot pie. My three favorite things. So you're black, tranny, and Mexican. Yeah, tranny spick nigga. For real. Holy shit. Trifecta. The hat trick. Wow. Wow. Man, shame you weren't around. Jesse Smollett would have totally hired you to attack him. First, it was because we're because tr- I'm trans, and then because we're Mexican, and then being we're kings and shit. All right, so transracial too, transgender, transracial. We was kings and queens and shit. And then every t- every time, depending on what her narrative was for the day, she'd change the reason you were picking on her. You know? Oh, oh, dude, yeah, I would have been a target. I would have definitely been killed by this person. I'm not even going to front. They would have said some shit to me, and I've been like, yeah, it is. It's because I'm black. Yeah, it is. It's because I'm training. Yeah, it is. It's because I'm a human. Yeah, it is. Like, yes. I'd just be the yes meme. 24 fucking yes. <laughs> Whatever reason, yes. Uh, I'm the youngest of a Catholic amount of siblings. It means a very large number of siblings. Verbal arguments were all I had to survive with, because I couldn't win the physical conflicts for quite a while. 
So, yeah, you roll with me. Oh, yeah, you just give me the shit because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah, fuck you for X, Y, and Z, you prick. What the fuck you gonna do about it? And then also I'm getting shot by some fucking tranny with a free Palestine sticker on her rifle. Uh, life sucks sometimes. Life's a bitch, and then you die. Jill said Morno filed a false report with the post office that mail was not being delivered because Morno was transgender. I hate to tell you this, there is pride USPCA shit, or USPCS, whatever the fuck it is. However, in fact, according to Jill, Morno had a vehicle parked blocking the mailbox. The mailman was the same man who had been delivering Jill's mail for about six, for about five to six years. Has a transgender son and came to Morno's door to clear the air after the report. First off, how do you know? First off, that mailman should probably be checked because they're probably doing something to their kid. Children are not trans. Trans people are not real. Trans is a mental illness. What did you do to give your kid that mental illness at a young age? That is not a, a like that's not some, a, a disease you're born with. That is bestowed upon you by trauma. What happened to that kid? And why the fuck do you know the gender of the mailman's kid? That's weird. That's weird. Jill, you're weird. You are also really weird. Does everyone in your community know the mailman has a transgender child? And why do you know this? Is the mailman telling you this? Is Mr. McFeely telling you his gender, his kid's pronouns? Or are you just watching the man? Hey, Mr. McFeely? So what's in your kid's pants? Like, how, how, how did you achieve? How did you procure? How did you obtain this information? That is my curiosity. Why do you know this? And were you bullshitting when you said that? Like, what the fuck? And the mailman, I would not go up to the fucking door of this person, you know? Holy shit. Uh, went for six years, trained her son, came to Morno's clear report. However, according to Jill Morno, according to Jill, Morno went off on him. The mailman afterward, quote, came to my house and said, Jill, this woman next door is after you. He quit the next day, the woman said. I think Jill might be a little bit of a bullshitter. Might be a little, a little exaggerating. That's something about this story is starting to seem a little weird. Like, maybe it's just me. This is a two-street neighborhood, and maybe it's real intimate like that and shit, but... I just don't think the mailman would approach the house covered in swastikas and gang signs. It's a weird thing for a mailman to do. It's weird you know the mailman is a trans kid. That's all kind of weird. But alright, Jill. Quote, My daughter even called Conroe PD and raised Kane with them and said, Aren't you guys going to do anything? Are you going to wait until I get a phone call that my mom is dead? Jill told Fox 26, quote, It's gotten very scary. Two Thanksgiving ago, Jill said her grandchildren were visiting from Minnesota and did not want to play in the backyard because Morno has a very aggressive dog who rocked even their heavily plated fence. So they opted to do crafts on the driveway. You're still outside. Couldn't that dog get through the fence to the front yard too? 
I, yeah, I'm feeling I'm being really nitpicky here, but I think you were telling the truth up to a certain point, Jill, and I think you're kind of bullshitting your story because you're really enjoying being in a national news article. Like, you're starting to trip up my bullshit alarms here. But all right, you know, can't really prove you wrong here, I guess. Continuing on. She did not want to play because Marno's aggressive dog. They have to play in the driveway. That's when Jill said Morno took out a rifle to intimidate the children. Again, that's when you get videos, right? Like, the amount of people online who you could have gone to. Like, I, you know, I'm not a big channel or anything, but I would have taken the story. I know people who have big channels I could have passed this on to. Like, do you, like, I don't know, like, I would have submitted this to someone. Crowder Tips, O'Keefe Media Group, something. And been like, look, this is what's going on in my, in my neighborhood, next door to my house. And here's all the receipts of me talking to these police and shit that, and they won't do anything. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I, I don't know. There's definitely resources you could have gone to that aren't your local authorities that you could have gained at least, like, public attention to it. Like, just an idea here. But continuing on. They know, uh, quote, she wanted to scare my grandkids, so she went out and got a long rifle, okay? They're from Minnesota. They shoot. They know what's going on. Well, she went to the backyard, opened the blind that had never been opened before in the four years, and was putting the rifle out of it. It was pointing the rifle out of it is what I think it meant to say. Like she was going to gun down on somebody, Jill said. The neighborhood situation grew so bad, Gudia said that she uh, she and a group of women once took a day off work and went to the courthouse. Quote, there's five of us, five families that are going through this. We decided that we had to do something about it. She had, uh, She said, quote, we talked to commissioners. We talked to elected officials. We waited. Some of the ladies talked to police. We waited for police for a police officer to call his headquarters, and she got somebody over to his house, over to his headquarters. My apologies, and that was talking about and was talking about mental health. He stayed with us for a while. From there, he suggested that we go go to legal. We go to legal. From there. We went to the legal department. We got some information from them. We went into their conference room. They they also went to the property association and spoke with the manager and his attorneys and sent letters. Yet no significant action was taken, the, ch- the woman claimed. Though law enforcement have not disclosed a motive, police described Mordo as a lone wolf who was not associated with any groups. Court documents show Morno's ex-mother-in-law said she had sought advice from pastoral staff at Lakewood during a bitter child custody battle in 2022. Now we're just going to read three comments and go from there. First comment is gloves, everyone. Many police departments refuse to protect or serve these days. One near me... They don't even patrol anymore, but in their defense, politicians made policing nearly impossible. These are dark times in America. Delicious bass, or delicious bass, says, going precisely according to plan. Uh, 
uh, JN062 says, You don't know how right you are, my friend. Last one says, Biggs Turgon. Big, oh, Big Sturgeon 1. Woke Democrat plan. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's disgusting, extremely unfortunate. That's, uh, well, that being said, I'm going to wrap this up here. This episode's gone on for quite a while. It'll be over an hour by the time I get it done put together. And I have one more episode coming up about this because I want to do an update about the state of the child and how they're doing. That being said, I'll talk to you guys later. Or as the great six is. All right, that's about all. Peace out. Uh, Nicole, we just got a minute left in the entire show, but I wanted to bring this to your attention. She was under an emergency detention order in 2016, had mental health issues, and a long rap sheet that included assaulting a public official, assault inflicting bodily injury, forgery, theft, evading arrest, unauthorized carry of a firearm. Why does she have a gun? That is an excellent question, but let me just tell you, with my experience working violent crime in the FBI, criminals do not obey gun laws. They couldn't care less. If they're willing to kill somebody, the last thing that they're going to care about is abiding by a gun law.